You're listening to Real to Real with Coach Herb and B, a podcast that brings you community and culture with your host, Coach Herb and B. Hey, 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 y'all, what's happening? It's Coach Herb. Join you over here at Beltway Brewery, and I'm joined by my homegirl, B and hey guys. the Avatar guy. I don't know where he's at. Oh, there he is. That's Mr. Ben. Yes. All right. And then we have Stan and we have Kaylee. How Kayla. y'all doing? Kaylee, see? Yes. <laughs> see, I did it again. Yeah, all the time. So Kayla and Stan. Stan is the um, founder. The, brew, yeah. the founder and yeah. the brewmaster. Uh, not the brewmaster anymore. I got uh, better brewers than me to uh, to take care of business. Yeah. You got demoted? Uh, in a way, you know. How yeah. You start a business and get demoted because like you know you get relegated up to the office to sit oh, behind the computer yeah. and send yes. emails and make I phone calls yes. and yeah, yeah. and yeah. then yeah. I and all the fun stuff. And all exactly. Stuff. Yeah. 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 Got to leave the Don't fun you need stuff. Paperwork? Up. I do oh, very much. Complains about it all the time. It's true. I know it's it's tough. So um, you know we're just gonna talk about how. Your business is run and all of that good stuff. Yes. And, thank you um, for joining yeah, us. Yeah, thank you yeah, for my pleasure. Us. Thanks yeah. for having us. Yeah, we really this is appreciate a very it. Unique it is a very beautiful setup. Yes. When thank I you. walked in, I was trying to tell you all how beautiful it was. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just want you to know again, it's beautiful coming from somebody who loves beer, who actually loves to see the process and likes to see what it actually looks like. And so it's just. It's wonderful compared to a lot of other smaller places that you go to where you don't get to actually see it. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I appreciate that. You know, and like I was telling you earlier, it, um, we put a lot of thought into that when we opened up. I really wanted to have an experience that you're drinking a beer in the brewery where it was made mm-hmm. as opposed to, uh, you know, having everything hidden behind the back wall. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. And can you all tell us a little bit about yourself? Because you're located in the Sterling community. Correct. So just tell us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been here and so on and so forth. Yes. <laughs> you want me to go? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah uh, so um, we were founded, the Beltway Brewing Company name was founded in 2011, and we officially opened for business in 2013 uh, when we uh, opened as a contract brewer. That was our primary goal. Um, I myself was uh, looking to start my own brand of beer and thought the brilliant way to do that was to uh, pay another brewery to make the beer for me since I didn't have a couple million dollars to just open a brewery. Um, and I, in my search to have that done in 2011, 2012, was, uh, got, a lot of, got a lot of rejections because people were so busy making their own beer and um, no one was interested in helping me unless it was massive quantities. So... Uh, I switched up the business plan to, to open a brewery that was there to help other breweries and growing brands to scale their, uh, scale their production, and that's how we came to open this. Okay. Nice. And that was 2011 when you opened that up? Uh, it was 2013 in September when we yeah, first sure. opened for right. business. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. So seven did you years. guys like, um, like brew out of your house or... When, I mean, for the 10 years leading up to us opening, I was a home brewer and brewed okay. out of my house all the time. Not professionally, but just making beer for my friends yeah. uh, for uh, some, I, I, at the time I was in, living in California. And so I was always making plenty of beer for our uh, legendary Memorial Day and Labor Day parties to open and close the summer. And uh, just, I fell in love with it, wanted to find a way to somehow do it for a living. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's when I started exploring uh, opening my own. Nice. I like that because I feel like the California beers, don't they drink a lot of like uh, 
I don't know, like IPAs and things like that. California is, is that known. What that is? Yep, yeah, they're, yeah. they're definitely known <laughs> did, for that. Did, is West Coast in there or something like that? No. Okay. That's yeah, right. I knew that. Breweries. I, mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't know there was like a particular level of beer. I'm the, I'm the, I'm a beer virgin, so I don't know <laughs> about like all this IPA and all that stuff. I'll, I know if it tastes good, I'll drink it. So <laughs> yeah, well, we can help you with like that. Me, yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, there is a East Coast West Coast thing, and okay. uh, and it, when it comes to IPAs and and uh, just style stylistically um, different, uh, okay. and you got some. Fruity and, and more citrusy uh, notes from the hops uh, and less bitter on the East Coast and on yeah. the West Coast. Uh, you're going more uh, pine, resin, and bitter uh, on the West Coast. And then lots of people are trying to do fusions too. So there's a lot of fun. Uh, and that's just within IPAs. Nice. Yeah. So like, in, let's just go like in, in hip-hop ways. Of what we're <laughs> uh, here we go. Here it goes. <laughs> yeah. All right. I feel you on that one. This is good. Okay. So what about you? Are you... Um, a brewer or you're... Uh, so I'm the marketing coordinator. Marketing. Um, I yeah. actually have only been working here for like two and a half months. Is that something like that? Something like that. It feels like a year, but it's been... <laughs> yeah. In a great way. In a great way, That's good. What she meant was it's like a family. It's like yes. 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 Correct. Yes. But also she's been working like that. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's good. So I'm actually uh, from George Mason University. I just okay. graduated in May. Um, Congratulations! Yes. Yeah. Um, so, actually, how I got this job, my last semester, I was taking a winery and um, or wine and beer class, um, which was a lot of fun to do, and it was nice that my school offered that as well. Um, yeah. And then I was uh, attending an alumni beer tasting with my parents, and Beltway was hosting the beer tasting. Nice. Um, and I guess the guy that was hosting it was like oh yeah we need like a marketing manager and my dad was like my daughter is a marketing major and it kind of just went from there and oh, now wow. yeah. here so yeah that's awesome good times that was lucky right kinda. oh yeah yeah I think my dream job would to be working to a brewery because it would be I would be that person where I'd be walking around just talking to everybody about nonsense <laughs> I feel like Hey, this beer that you're drinking right here is awesome. Would you like me to tell you about it? And just like <laughs> that would be perfect. Sell you fit in well. Fit in well. Yeah. Sell the beer. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really cool to. I think one of the first things I noticed when I first started working here, it's really cool to work with people that are really passionate about what they do because yeah. that makes mm -hmm. my job as like the marketer and the storyteller really easy because everybody's like, "Let me tell you about what I'm doing." Yeah. So cool. Or like when you. <laughs> When you ask them, like, hey, what are you working on right now? And they're, like, brewing something, like, you want to know? Let me tell you. This is the greatest thing. So it's, it's really awesome to work with everybody that's really, really passionate about what they do. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Well. Well, Mr. Mr. Avatar, where are you? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> um, so, Sten, since you uh, were, are the founder, um, uh, easy kind of question, hopefully. How did you settle upon the name? I know in this area, some people have. Uh, not so great um, connotations with the Beltway, with traffic and things like that. But I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is a you know it's a it's an amazing place to live and to to be in. But I was just kind of interested how kind of you came and settled upon that name. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, I still remember. This is one of those total uh, you know back of a napkin conversation. I think I was at a craft brewers conference in 2011, and I brought my brother along with me and and. 
we were just so hyped up and excited about the prospect of uh, opening a brewery. And um, we were talking about, okay, well, what will the name be? Because even then, in 2011, it's like, oh, everything's taken, right? Um, and so I grew up in this area. I, I was born in D.C., grew up in Northern Virginia, went away to college, then moved to California for 10 years, but now I'm back. And um, it meant a lot to me to want to have a brewery that represented this area, but not just Northern Virginia, not right. just my hometown, but like, so I started thinking, what, what ties this area together? Yeah. And I mean, it hit me pretty quickly. It's like, well, the Beltway yeah. literally ties yeah. us together. Yeah. And so this is definitely not about the traffic or the cars, even though I am a car guy. Um, the idea was not about the road, but about the circle. The, the circle that ties D.C., Maryland, and Virginia together, how we all get to one another and, uh, and, and get around. And, um, and that's what it was all about. So even though we've named a couple of beers, kind of tied it into the traffic scenario, I, I wanted to make sure that we didn't keep going down that road. And um, <laughs> I heard it coming. I'm like, just go. Yeah. I, um, well, I didn't well. want to keep going down that road and make everyone think about traffic. But at the same time, you know, it's a part of us. It's something to identify with. But uh, yeah, again, it's more about the circle than the road. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, you can always switch it up and be like, the Greenway or the whatever. <laughs> the or... Greenway? The yeah. Greenway uh, there, there might be more yeah. hatred towards that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might not sell those beers. Yeah. 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 We'll they just might... charge you know, 20 yeah, bucks. Yeah, they right. yeah. extra expensive. That's perfect. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I know. <laughs> and for those of you who do not know what the Greenway is, it is the most expensive place that you can drive your car on, on yeah, around the area. For the privilege <laughs> of putting put your car on it. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Brought to you by Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I feel like we'd be remiss not to talk about uh, everything that's kind of going on right now in society that, you know, COVID has happened. As I adjust my mask. Yes. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, but, you know, a lot of businesses around the area have had to greatly change their, their business model to be able to uh, accommodate the times and things that are kind of going on right now. So are you guys able to talk a little bit about uh, what Beltway Bureau has done to be able to you know, maintain, be open to keep business flowing because obviously it would be really sad if this place was not operating right now. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so the first step is definitely safety for everyone that works here and um, we always wear our masks when we're, you know, not eating or like tasting beer, um, which is the best part of the job, honestly. Um, and we do daily temperature and symptoms checks, which is really great um, to know, you know, everyone's being safe um, and that allows us to continue operating on that end. Um, and then in terms of business, um, we really focused on pickup and delivery, and we're very fortunate that we can most of our beer. Um, and then the beer that we don't can, we're able to put into these cool twisty cans and pour like our draft into like portable cans. Um, so it's really cool to be able to have those options to allow people to pick up and uh, take their beer home with them and be able to enjoy Beltway in different places outside of the tap room. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, I know Bianca and I both have been here since, Absolutely. since the change, and yeah. it was, it's, it's great. It's really uh, convenient. It's very nice and a great way to continue to support local businesses. Yes. And uh, another thing we did uh, right when it started was um, one of our clients and partners, Water's End Brewing Company, uh, approached us and said, hey, what would you guys think about doing a benefit beer to give back to frontline workers? And um, we jumped on board with that. I got to give them credit for the idea. Uh, but we, we worked together to develop a cool IPA recipe, a little West Coast style for that yeah, one. Here we go. And, um, <laughs> and uh, developed this really great IPA that um, we give back uh, a, a third of the sale price. So six bucks out of every six pack, we give back to um, Innova uh, 
I mean, I'm trying to remember the name of the fund right now, but um, but it, it's the uh, emergency preparedness fund. So this okay. helps not only with PPE um, and other COVID related things, but um, unexpected emergency issues. So yeah. um, this was absolutely instrumental at the beginning of all this, where um, shipments of PPE that were going to the hospitals were getting hijacked and shipped, redistributed around the country. So it really helped our area and specifically, specifically getting uh, PPE in the, in the hands of the frontline workers right. who are bearing yeah. the brunt of all this when right. it just hit. So we, we're still selling that. We're still donating back uh, because this hasn't gone away and the yeah. frontline workers are still struggling. So um, that, that was a big part for, for us to, to be able to give back and do something positive in this environment. Yeah. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. we've been seeing, I mean, I've been seeing a few people, of course, support the frontline workers Working, who have been yeah. working through COVID. Yeah. Um, but I definitely, I believe, got to try that here before. So it is good. It is good? Yes. <laughs> so, so West Coast is where it's at? I'm open to all. Coast, I but know. that is a. <laughs> I don't know if there's all coast, but no. that sounds good too. No, right. yeah. good. I think you have a name for something. We have a name, yeah. yeah. That way you don't have to do any highway ones or anything. That's like right. That. You can just no do more all coast. That's right. Yeah. Well, when I was looking online and doing some research for today's uh, shoot and stuff like that, I did see the PPE view that you guys, uh, you were just talking about, Santa. I, we thought that was amazing. It was one of the questions I want to ask. So I'm really glad that you got that in there so we can talk about it. It leads me into the next question. I think you guys have some really great uh, labels and I think you guys do a really great job of uh, keeping things very local to the Beltway and to the area. Uh, are you guys able to talk to us some about either those ideas or even your uh, labeling process, how it kind of comes all, uh, how you kind of come up with some of the ideas that you do? Wow, yeah. Um, <laughs> certainly we work with um, Alan Wayne, uh, which is a local company, I want to say Warrington, I'm trying to remember their address, but yeah. Uh, Robert Pace uh, has, is, has been our designer for years. I think the first one he did for us was our Hansel label, which mm. was a uh, homage to um, our, our favorite character from Zoolander, who, um, you know, as it was said about Hansel, he's so hot right now. I, mean, I watched that recently. Did you? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like in rotation in our house every couple months. Yes. It's on in the background or something. Um, but yeah, we wanted to... We, we were developing our first sour IPA at the time, and it, it hit us like, well, what, what should we do? I mean, should we do a sour or IPA? And these sours and these IPAs are so hot right now. And then we need to name a Hansel, and, and that's how that began. But um, And from the beginning with our artist, it, it was, you know, every idea we've dropped to him, he, he's just like us. So he gets all excited. He's like, oh, I know just what to do. I know how just to illustrate uh, Hansel. And ever since then, uh, we've had a lot of fun and and been all over the place from the, um, you know, extremely busy artwork in Hansel and uh, our original art and execution label um, to the very simplified, which is our revised um, art and execution label, which is just, you know, the, the brush strokes with a metallic background. Um, we try to have fun with it. And... Um, yeah, it just it we we try to get inspired and get input from from all the team depending on the beer. What what are the feelings? What are the uh, how do we visually represent what this beer is all about? And then uh, we work with Robert and uh, and he kind of pulls from our brain and puts it on the puts it onto the canvas. It's how cool. long does something like that usually yeah, take? Yeah, what's that process? Yeah, like? what's that process? <laughs> like? I'd say about like two weeks to kind okay. of create it okay. and okay. then another like two to three weeks to get the labels in. Yeah, okay. Um, so yeah. is it like two weeks of drinking it? Or is it- <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds so. like yeah. to me. I'm like, they are <laughs> drinking <laughs> a lot. <laughs> we we do a lot of tasting and sampling. As you'll see, you can't drink an entire 69 beer uh, every time you're sampling it. Right, it's, right. Uh, so it's hard to get work done. You got to get a group yeah. together and be like, all right, everybody take a shot of this and that's right. tell me what you think. That's right. Which is Although good, we're not like know. the wine industry. We don't spit. I mean, we're going right, to right. no, actually absorb yeah. it, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> What that you, works. What would you guys say is uh, your flagship beer? Because speaking of the Hansel, I think that was one of the first times, that was one of the active memories that I have of your guys' beer is yeah. seeing that label and seeing his face. I was like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I tied into yep. the name. I was like, oh, you like, it was just an imag- like, immediate, like, oh, I know exactly what this is from, <laughs> what it's referencing. So you guys have a, a flagship beer that you would say if somebody who's brand new, never really kind of come by here that you would recommend to get, get their feet wet with yeah. It depends on the audience, and, um, but I think the, the beer that really embodies w- what the Beltway brand is all about now is Changing Lanes, um, which, you know, again, the, the, the driving yeah. reference, yeah. but that reference actually came from the, uh, you know, the idea that we started as a contract brewery, uh, but have changed lanes a little bit into um, brewing our own brands and putting okay. our own Beltway branded product out there we're still contract brewing but we also have uh we also have our own brands now and changing lanes is a double ipa pocketed um just under eight percent and so right? you're trying to punch people in the face oh my God. Um, i think lanes. you'll notice when you taste it i think one of the most common comments is this doesn't taste like eight percent and kind of a little bit out of oh, fear really? like i can just keep oh, drinking this no. so i better watch out yeah yeah it's um that sounds dangerous yeah you, 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 you want to be careful if you're drinking this when you're out but man yeah. it's a great beer to to take home in yeah. the comfort of your home and enjoy the heck out of it and, and awesome. yeah it's, oh my goodness it's juicy this is more east coast style it's got a little bit of that uh west coast bitterness but uh, i would say it's uh i like how you said juicy because i'm into like juicy beer it's juicy. i don't know what it is i just learned that term when it comes to beer yeah. so, oh man beer juicy adjectives beers. are fun yes. yeah <laughs> to each their own but uh yeah it's yes. I, I think that one really embodies i wouldn't quite call it a flagship but i'd say it it's it's the leader that kind of embodies what what we're up to here yeah mm-hmm. um when it comes to uh new styles or just beer in general i know you talked about uh when you did the hazel coming up with the oh, sours really hot right now and then so our IPA, so let's combine them. Are you seeing other trends that are kind of happening now that maybe you guys are taking advantage of? I know hard seltzers are becoming kind of a, a big thing. Oh, 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 you guys. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, excited. Really excited about that one. But, yeah, just kind of curious if, uh, if you guys are uh, dabbling into those things or if you are, uh, if you see something on the horizon that maybe you guys are now trying to take the, uh, the next path and, and go on to. Oh, yeah. I'll, um, let, I'll let you talk a little oh, bit. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to cut you up there. But, uh, um, yeah, this is actually why we got the, the, the two-barrel pilot system here, so we can delve into some of these um, new styles and experiment with it ah. without having to do it on a, without having to do it on a really scale. large yeah. scale. Okay. Uh, we can play around with uh, a lot of these fusions and ideas and everything and experiment. But, yeah. Kayla, you can um, talk a little bit about some of the well, other things. First off, I just wanted, like, you mentioned a couple times, like, you researched them, and you really did your research. Like, when you guys first sent over, like, these are what we're going to talk about. I was like, this is this is the greatest thing. So, <laughs> shout out to, like, Ben over here. For yes. Yeah, like, red, 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 um, red's where it's at. That's right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, craft hard seltzer. Um, we're not just regular hard seltzer. We're craft hard seltzer. Um, and... We call it Brilliant, and it's Brilliant Craft Beverages. And the reason it's called Brilliant is to kind of, it showcases 
the craft part of it, and it also shows like the process of making it, also the flavor. Um, we have a fun tagline with that called Luminous Flavor. Um, and it really does, like I'm actually, when I was first like, so I was like, we're gonna make hard seltzer. I was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Cause I normally like, I think of like just regular seltzer or hard seltzer like, oh, it's kind of like, you know, watered down sort of thing. And mm -hmm. I'd rather just drink a beer. Yeah. Um, Cause I really like luminous flavor. Um, and then when I tried the first one uh, that came out which was boysenberry peach. Um, that sounds it, amazing. It's so good. <laughs> you guys are gonna taste them later. It's gonna be, yeah. it's, it's gonna be yeah. a fun yeah. um, So first one I tried, it was like, it literally like punch of flavor. Um, and I, it's so light and refreshing. Um, so you still kind of get that really strong flavor that you would from like a cocktail or a beer, but then it's light because it has low calories and low carbs, um, and also low alcohol. Um, so it, it's super fantastic. And like, it, it really made me proud to be able to like work here and be able to um, release that new product. Um, and then with, I mentioned the fruit flavors. So we have like two sort of series going, we have our brilliant bright series, which is a bunch of cool um, fruit flavor combinations. So boysenberry peach and watermelon mint just came out. Ooh. Um, yeah. Ooh. That sounds uh, <laughs> You're ready. Yes, You're ready. exactly. Yes. Um, and then we have our uh, brilliant black series, which is cocktail inspired. So we have mule and mojito that just came out, and we're looking at a bunch of oh. other different flavors. That's like a series like for us, man. Yeah, that sounds more <laughs> yeah. like that sounds like more like us, man. I don't know why. It just, you know, it works. <laughs> oh yeah. So we're really excited about that. And then we're even going to have, like uh, Sim mentioned, with the small barrel series. Um, we also want to have our idea series and be able to test out new flavor combinations um, and really uh, kind of push the envelope of, like, not just your regular average hard seltzer, like, really trying to, like, really be, like, we're craft and we own that. And, like, we're going to, like, demonstrate that we are craft and we earn that name. So I love okay. the fact that you can differentiate, differentiate yourself from, like, craft mm -hmm. seltzers to just, like, I don't know, a Corona seltzer or something, right? <laughs> Not to yeah, call right. anybody yeah. out. Of, you know? <laughs> There's a little bit of difference between the two companies. You know? <laughs> a little yeah. bit. A little bit. <laughs> Massive yeah. global conglomerate and yes. local sterling uh, yes. hands-on company. I'd yeah. rather purchase from you all any day. Well, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we won't be disappointed. That, you know? Oh, we've, <laughs> we've arranged it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So I, uh, I think it's really interesting, uh, Sen, you mentioned it a couple of times about the contract brewing, but, you know, for me personally, that was kind of the first time I'd ever heard about the term when I was researching you guys. I, you know, talked to friends who tried to do home brewing and have done, gone to plenty of breweries and stuff like that and talked about it, but this is the first time really kind of hearing about that. So would you be able to kind of give the listeners a little bit uh, more idea of what that exactly means and how that kind of ties into your guys' business? Yeah, absolutely. So um, what it means is we produce beer on contract for other brand owners. Um, our brewery is the host, uh, you know, um, I guess a good analogy would be a, um, you know, a, a shared kitchen um, where uh, you can come in and, and prepare for whether it's your food truck or your restaurant, you come in and, and or your caterer, you come use the kitchen and even have the ability to use all of the, uh, all of the staff that work here, the experts to, to help with that. So, um, yeah, we work with everyone, everyone from startups and restaurants who don't have a brick and mortar brewery at all to uh, nano breweries and even larger that are trying to scale, but uh, either don't have the capacity um, or, and I should say, aren't ready to commit to a bigger building, to move, to buy more tanks. This is a great way to bridge that gap of meeting the customer demand without having to invest in a bunch of infrastructure. And so we've helped uh, a lot of breweries 
grow and um, bring their brand to life and expand their brand until they, uh, as we like to say, graduate from us and move yeah. on to either a bigger contractor or open their own brewery. Okay. So that's, that's another amazing. tagline, right? Like uh, Beltway Daddy Brewery. Bring the kids yeah. in and then graduate them, like, yeah. which is awesome. I think that's like, pretty cool. Yeah. I, I personally have not heard anybody doing that. No. Um, We're special. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Exactly. You're special. Like, You're like the Academy like, of Brewery. Yeah, the Academy of right? Brewery. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Write that down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what's funny is, um, you know, it, it when the growth of the industry sort of leveled out in 2018, you know, we were on this double-digit growth every single year for a decade, and then suddenly it started flattening out in 2018. A lot of people overbuilt their breweries and had extra capacity. And so um, a good way to explain it is now suddenly all these other breweries became like Airbnbs. We, uh, oh, we have a tank. We can rent it out, and you can come use it, but... You all know the ups and downs of an Airbnb. Sometimes right. you've got that person that manages it really great really and great, takes care yeah. of you. But then the other person is like, oh, good luck. Bring your own toilet paper. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. you know? yeah. um, and so to, to compare, you know, we I like to say we're a Ritz-Carlton or, or probably a better example would be a, a, a really high-end um you know, bed and breakfast. You're or something. a Waldorf Astoria. Well, yeah, that kind of suggests we're this massive chain, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. Massive imagine chain. more a, a yeah. boutique, uh, yeah, extra. high end. Oh, yeah, yes. high end. So, I can't think of one that comes to my mind right now. Same but. I don't frequent <laughs> yeah. bed and breakfast myself, yeah. but um, so maybe I should choose a better analogy. But um, <laughs> yeah, but the the point is, you know, we we're a team. It's not just here's an empty tank. Here's our expertise. Here's our history of doing this. We know what we're doing. We've grown other breweries and our success is based on their success. So it's not just, Hey, fill this tank. Good luck. Hope you like it. This is, Hey, you need to like it. We need to like it. Your fans need to like it so we can help you keep growing. Keep growing so yeah. that's the difference. Yeah. 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 So speaking of, speaking of teamwork, I think it kind of leads into another question I have for you guys. Do you have any uh, collaborations that you're working with? I know you, you kind of talked a little bit about uh, some of the <laughs> that you're doing. And Kayla's super excited about this one. You cannot control your body. <laughs> I was excited, but I also leaned back too quickly in my chair. So I was actually more like, I'm going to fall. Um, oh, okay. We're going to take it as okay. pure excitement. That's yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was a mixture of both. and also. Yeah. Yeah. Someone earlier mentioned about the passion everyone has here. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, Sam mentioned Water's End when we did PPE. Um, we also have some other collaborations outside of other breweries. Um, there's a um, coffee place, which I think you guys actually stopped by, Weird Brothers. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yes. So, we collaborated with them, and they gave us some coffee, and we put it in our, um, we call it Black Snake, our stout. And so, we uh, had even more coffee flavor in that. Yeah. We call that Java Snake. Um, and that's coming up soon. Um, so, we're really excited about that. Um, and then, we also... Are doing a collaboration with District Donut. Um, we're going to do oh. a, a beer. beer <laughs> that donut place is wonderful. Yes, yeah. it is. I'm getting hungry yeah. now. Yes. Yeah, I, I used to live in Georgetown, so yeah. I love that place. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's going to be oh, it's, a, it's a beer donut pairing, and that was probably the one of the fun uh, days at work where we're like, we got to figure this out. And, like we definitely <laughs> didn't feel great afterwards because we had so <laughs> so many donuts and drank mm -hmm. a lot of beer, but like we were like, oh, we we probably can't go home and complain you about can push this because like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think Sen mentioned, like, yeah, one day I came home and I was like, oh, like, I have, I just had, like, the last two hours spent tasting, like, Pilsners, and his wife was like, you, you're kidding me, right? Like, I, that's everybody else that has, like, 
regular jobs does like different things, so you don't get to complain. So right, right, exactly. You complain after eating donuts and drinking beer. <laughs> um, True story. But yeah, so we're really looking forward to those. And then I know you um, you had another question about like how we pick collaborations. And honestly, it's it's we're super open to like trying new ideas. I know we mentioned multiple times like the small barrel, and like we love pushing the envelope of like what's possible. Yeah. Um, so if we ever come up with an idea or someone approaches us like how Water's End did, um, we're super open if they have an idea and they know how they want to do it. Um, yeah, as long as it's something that our customers will like, we're, we're down to do anything. So it's yeah. pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Collaboration. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But that that donut and... <laughs> It's going to work. Yeah. 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 Get excited. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be good. It's yeah. going to work. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. 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 So I think one of the last questions I had before we transition over to the, the next part of tasting and still Ooh. talking a little bit more about uh, beer and diving a little bit deeper into that, uh, STEM doing, again, more research than I did. Uh, on your guys' website, you talk a lot about your past with beer. Uh, I know you mentioned a little bit about being a home brewer for a little bit of time and stuff like that, but I also... It was very interesting for me to read about your yeah, uh, kind of on the executive level end of it, where you are uh, working with uh, the Virginia Brewery Association, things like that. I'm probably not saying the correct like name of the, yeah. of the, you know, <laughs> the top of my head, but reading all about that, I thought it was really kind of cool to have somebody who's the founder and has been instrumental in the brewery scene here in Virginia, being local, being somebody that they can easily come talk to, and if somebody wanted to get started up and stuff like that. So, would you just be able to kind of talk a little bit about that? past for, for you, because I know you're not currently in that role anymore with them, from what I had read, I believe, uh, maybe in a more supervisory role or, you know, a different uh, area, but just kind of interested to see what, that, what that's been like for you. Yeah, no, sure. Um, so I, I first got involved in, in politics, beer politics, uh, out of necessity. When we were, when I was working on the business plan, um, it was not actually legal for a brewery to sell beer directly to another brewery. Um, if oh. you wanted a contract brew, there was only two ways to do it. It'd be make the beer, sell it, and then pay royalties to the brand owner. Um, or um, you would have to sell, take the beer, sell it to a licensed wholesaler who would then sell it back to the other brewery, who would then sell it to their wholesaler, who would then take it. Nonsense, right? Um, there was already something that existed for the wine industry, but, but not for beer. Um, so I was looking into this, how do I get this changed? And at the same time, I crossed paths with Neil Burton, from, uh, who's now the founder, or, yeah, the founder of Strange Ways Brewing. Um, and he wanted to start the business via contract brewing, like my original plan was. So the two of us joined forces thinking, okay, I'm going to open the host brewery. You're going to be my first customer. How can we make this legal so I can actually sell you beer in Virginia? Um, so through a variety of connections that, uh, that he had down in Richmond and just, I mean, it was a true Mr. Smith goes to Washington story where we didn't know what we're doing. And we just went, got introduced to the right people and said, we want the law to change like this. What problem, you know, what problem is there with that? And got all the right people in the room with the, um, with the uh, state senator and the director of the ABC and a bunch of lawyers all sitting there. We didn't pay a dime, just a lot of trips back and forth. And, uh, <laughs> and we were able to all work it out in one room. It was actually really inspiring that, hey, monumental? politics can work. What's that? Monumental as well? Um, yes, it was monumental because we got the, the, the law to change um, to allow this to happen, which, of course, benefits us and everyone else that wants to have that contract relationship. Um, but yeah, it, it was inspiring that, hey, without spending any money other than gas money, I was able to speak genuinely and transparently with 
politicians and the, the, the people with vested interests, and we were able to make something change. This is, it can work, right? Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, so I stayed involved. At the same time, the guild, before I was involved, was working on getting the legislation changed to allow for tap rooms to exist. So before 2011, there wasn't, um, you weren't legally allowed to sell beer in your brewery. Um, you could only give away samples. And so that obviously was groundbreaking um, and is responsible for the exponential growth in, for of breweries in Virginia because so many of them exist purely because of their tap rooms. Um, and so I stayed involved and you know attended meetings as a member for a while and was uh, mostly interested in helping stay on the forefront of, of changing laws and defending the laws that allow craft breweries to, to flourish in Virginia. And yeah, eventually I got elected to be the chair of the guild uh, and I held that position for two or three years. Um, and just this, uh, about a month ago or so, um, I stepped down from that position and Janelle Zershmeed from Dirt Farm was elected as uh, the first female chair, uh, which is really cool. And I'm staying on as a co-chair of the Legislative Affairs Committee. So I want to stay involved in the political side of it because unlike some of the other politics around the country and the world, <laughs> this, this I can identify with and yeah. make a difference. Yeah. People listen. Um, we can tell our story. It can be an advocate for craft beer, and, and it makes a difference. Yeah, that's awesome. That that's is cool. amazing. Yeah, that is cool. <laughs> yeah, that like, is amazing. You could, you could probably do that in real politics, you know, actually sit down and talk about things and Imagine resolve that. things. <laughs> right. How crazy is that? Imagine yeah. talking to somebody who believes in it. Right. <laughs> right? It makes a difference. It yeah. makes a big difference. Yeah. You know? So, on that note, sounds like we're ready to do Looks some like we're tasting. Some beer. Yeah. Some beer tasting. That's right. <laughs> Which I know y'all are on board. Absolutely. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. That's why we came. That's why, that's why we're here. For the first part of our tasting, we're going to do our art and execution barley wines. Um, these are our anniversary thing that we do. Um, the reason they're called art and execution is because, as we've kind of talked throughout the interview, we're really uh, proud of what we do, and we try to, you know, devote every little thing that we can do. We've shown you the lab. Like, we want to make sure that everything is as good as it possibly can be, and this is a representation of that. So we have call everything we do art and execution. Um, so we're super really proud of this and the rest of our beer as well. Um, so this is our 2019, so this is from last year. Um, so if you guys want to go ahead and taste it, go for it. And what's go the percentage on this, this one? This is 10.5. So cheers. Yep. Cheers. cheers. Thank Should you for coming. Should I be doing this? Yes, thank you. Should I be doing Well, first of all, I'd like to say... Mm. Yeah. Is this a stout? I'd, li <laughs> I'd like a... to say... Mm. Second of all, <laughs> first the of all, smell of it. Yeah. Is really nice. Did okay. Yep. Was I supposed? I'm to, sorry you I didn't like it. Was yeah. I supposed to like? We'll get you some take more. a sip. Oh. I don't know, but I was going to ask you to smell it, There's and no then. No well, there, here you go. I'm gonna smell it now. I've already. He either it. loved it and had it and had to drink it all right then, or it, how to, I just got to get. This I had a whole way. thing, yeah. and then all of a sudden you no, took but, that away. So and it's I, like I when, it hit, when it hits the mouth, it's like smooth. So you kind of like go. Oh. When it hits the mouth, it's gone, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, no, it depends. Yes. Like there's some beers that you're like, mm, I'm just gonna sip this. Yes. This is not a sipper. No, this is really nice. This, this the might be too dangerous. So fragrant. I yeah, like, it. like yeah. it's got and a the good taste flavor. Of it is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is that part of beer language flavor? 
Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. See, this is actually the fun Learning part. Learning yeah. something as the, we the, go. The, there is no wrong answer to um, how you describe it and okay. the adjectives you choose. And that's actually the really fun part of doing these tastings with someone that isn't um, accustomed or isn't used to craft beer mm -hmm. is you use your words. You don't right. have to choose the ones that we all use. You know? right. um, and then we learn from that, too. Okay. Like, how do you perceive that flavor? Yeah. Um, especially for someone that doesn't drink a barley wine every day or ever. Right. Um, you know, yeah. How right. does it taste? Right. Um, it's a very flavorful. Am I doing it now? I'm a very flavorful. <laughs> You're on. Tasty yeah. and very smooth. Yeah, it is very like, smooth. It's really smooth. I, was I, like, I think that's why I drank so I much of it. I don't so know. <laughs> this is scary. Because <laughs> yeah. what is it? How, what's the percentage again? 10.5. 10.5. 10. It's going to be fun because so. This is the 2019, and then for 2020, these are the barrel age variants of these, and these are 10.8. Oh. oh, so we're going up. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. We're oh. going up, but then we're going to go right back down. Yeah. So we're, Okay, what good, good, good. Strong? What type of barrel are you so, aging this? Um, so, fun story, actually. We're going to get into that. So, um, hey, yes. oh, take a break. Um, so That's another question I the didn't next know about. One, um, so, what we did with these is we have our friends over at Catoctin Creek Distillery. Mm -hmm. um, so, what we did is we have our Octomalt IPA, um, and as the name suggests, it had eight different types of malts, and then we have a farmhouse ale that we made, and we sent those over to them, and they turned those into whiskeys, and then they sent us back the barrels. So, we use the whiskey barrels to age these, um, but they nice. they retain the flavor of the whiskey and also Maybe the that's flavor. That is so the, cool. Yeah. yeah, the Octomalt and also the farmhouse ale, it definitely reflects some of the differences of them. So, that, I'm a Big whiskey guy. I think that's really what's going on here. <laughs> I mean, it really tastes good, but like I now I can tell there's. And that's why I asked what type of barrel are you aging this mm -hmm. in? Because as you drink it, you can taste. Yeah. You can taste it. Yeah. Right. I like I like the Jamesons. Yeah. The you know all the little whiskeys. I'm a big whiskey <laughs> so guy. This is gonna be the first uh, whiskey barrel aged. This is the Octo Malt one. Uh, yeah. First try. Um, so I don't know if you want to. Sip Where water is the anyway. distillery you just mentioned? In Percival. Okay. Right. All right. Okay. And it's a whiskey place? Uh, yeah. I think they distill other things as well. Sounds like you need to go there, Herb. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is Octo. Yes. Hi. Hi. How are you? What are you guys doing? Uh, this is Coach and B and Ben. We're doing a recording. You. We are doing are a podcast us? right now live. I guess so. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. And what's your name? Um, my name is Gabby. Gabby? Nice, nice Gabby. to meet you, Gabby. Tell say hi. Say hi to the folks. <laughs> hi. Gabby is our Sunday bartender. Okay. Thank you. So you're the, the best person on Sunday, basically. <laughs> well, I'm the only person on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Which coincidentally is also the best person. Yes, right. correct, right. exactly. <laughs> when they, best. how long does this process take? Like, so you have it for 2019, but like, how long? I guess my real question is, how long could you actually age this for? Oh. In the bottle, or in yeah, however the, 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 the barrel. process. So in the yeah. barrel, in the barrel, <laughs> um, boy, I have to double check my notes. It was just under a year that it was aged in the barrel. Mm -hmm. So okay. um, we took uh, beer that was not packaged yet from uh, or from kegs that was in the um, that the, the barley wine from 2019, 
and transfer that into the whiskey barrels that we got from Catoctin Creek. And it aged in those barrels for just under a year until we took them out of the barrels and bottled them for this year's release. Okay. Did you play around a lot with how long they've uh, sat in the barrels for? Did you like leave a barrel or two? Yeah. It's a little bit longer so you can start see how that goes? I don't believe we kept any uh, of the barrels still aging. I think we, uh, at the one... The barley wine that we put into the barrels has all come out for, okay. for this. Yeah. Okay. So this is it. Yeah. More of a nose on this one for you. Yeah. This <laughs> should definitely be getting the, I smelt it first, the whiskey. Oh, this? Okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm really proud of you. Ooh, this is good, too. And what year is this yeah. one? This one's the 2020. So this, 2020. Is, this is the Octo IPA uh, you whiskey. You can taste. Octo, yeah. <laughs> Octo good. Whiskey. Yeah, I think this one definitely, compared to the other one, I think this one reminds me a little bit more of the whiskey yes. characteristics. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. We also say it has like some, yeah, yeah. some like coffee and uh, nougat to it as well. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, so it's really cool, this one. That sounds so fancy. I just I never like thought, that, yeah. I just never thought like beer could taste so me good. Me neither. I love hearing <laughs> yeah. these words. Yeah. That's good. I hope we uh, we caught that right. We got that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. We did. yes. This. Mm-mm-mm-mm. All right, Herbert. That's right. <laughs> These aren't too boozy either. Like Mm-mm. you have some barley wines or even other really strong um, ABVs that sometimes you have them and it's like punching the face. Like, ooh, I've got to like really slow down, sip on this one. But after you know trying the first one and even to this one, yeah, it's a little bit stronger. And I would definitely say this one I would probably slow it down. But as her kind of showed in the first one. You can just easily take that one back yeah. <laughs> and not really worry about it too much. But definitely, as you know, we've moved on to the second one. It's, yeah. it's a little bit stronger, but it still isn't one that's hitting me. And I'm like, okay, I can't. I have to have this like one I sip every couple every minute. Or two. Yeah, this like, is scary yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. They're, so far they're all scary, but they're scary, <laughs> scary, they're good. scary yeah. enough, sir. It's scary good. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's you know the the um, Friday the Thirteenth scary, and yeah. Then, yeah. you know <laughs> Halloween scary. You're like, oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. They're all scary to me. I'm a no. punk. Oh, is that right? You don't do horror movies? I don't. I don't. I'm like, petrified. Horror movies are great. I think, like, Same I here. always I sit there and go, this is not real. This so, is not I rewatched it. Mm. <laughs> all right. That's but that's, that's when scary. I was younger, I was like, this, this is really? the scariest thing ever. And then I rewatched it as an adult, and I was like, all right. <laughs> okay. yeah, I thought it was kind of yeah. funny, scary. <laughs> well, I'm, I told you I'm a punk. Yeah. Sounds like it. it. But can we kept keep punking on? Her, and her her the next like, one? When you watched it, he was probably like a little bit older than you at yeah, that time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, now. When I watched it, I was like in, in the teens. woods and like, you know, my uncle had like a home that was in Frederick where it was surrounded oh, by trees. Yeah, 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 right. So Blair so Witch like, probably did exactly, it for you too. Yeah. Right. Oh, and like Blair he Witch. would make us watch Blair stuff Witch was and funny. then uh-huh. Oh really? <laughs> the Blair Witch was scary to me at first too. So her what what movie does scare you? Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's time, yeah, time to be real, right? This yeah. is, this yeah, is like the name I, of the podcast. Really, it's real, yeah, real talk. I've never really had like a movie that's scary. Well, you know what? I don't know whether you could call The Omen. Oh, okay. Damien. Yeah. Like that scared me because I was going to church a lot at that time. So that kind of like, oh, what? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, when the devil yeah. and demons are involved, yeah, and it's like, then it becomes a little okay. bit like, oh, this is actually could happen. Yep. Yeah. Then you're looking me, across at the aisle and a friend, and you're like, that is correct. Yes. <laughs> could you be, <laughs> or could you not be? I grew up in England, so it was a Did little you really? bit. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I grew up like a little bit of my 
life. So it was like when I when the omen, the first omen came out, I was like young and I was like looking at friends and like <laughs> sizing them up. <laughs> like, hey man, you? you're, you're royalty, you're, you're <laughs> um, were you adopted? <laughs> What's your history? I need What's to know. your history? Yeah. I need to know now. Are you the spawn of Satan? Okay. <laughs> so what we got here? So this one is going to be the farmhouse ale that we sent over and then turned into a whiskey and then sent back. So this one I think has a little bit more wine characteristics compared to that one. It's still got that whiskey feel, but a little bit more on like the wine taste source. I has some like more floral notes to it. Um, yeah, I like the way you describe yeah, it. Yeah, like oh, it's, it's very great. detailed yes. with the, marketing. Yeah. Yes, I love the it. Wine and the whiskey. See if you can't wine come whiskey. up with the adjectives that make sense to you, we'll help you. Yeah. We'll, right. we'll right. give you some yeah. to right. start with. Mm-hmm. I noticed that you keep on pouring smaller ones for me. Is that, <laughs> am I drinking them too fast? They're like, oh, yeah, he's going to sit this down. Yeah. You can have some more if you want. Go for it. You're not, oh, wait, are you driving? Yeah. Ooh. That, yes. Yeah, he is driving? Oh, I'm not. Though. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she made keep sure of that. that. I should have probably did Thank the same you. thing. Yes. I'm definitely getting the Florida. It's like when I first smelled it, I thought it. Kind of reminded me a little bit more, like a not ton of berry, but compared to the yeah. last one mm-hmm. you were talking about, the, the nougat, I definitely smelled mm-hmm. that kind of first at the last yeah. second beer that we tried. Mm-hmm. But now this one, it's definitely kind of tamed a little bit more. And I would say this one even kind of mellows out, even though it might still yeah, be Yeah, this 10. is 8. very mellow. This yeah. is 10.8? Yeah. yeah. Yep. both of the, the 2020. What the heck is that? <laughs> <laughs> This is crazy. Like I actually thought the like first one was a lot stronger. Taste. You know how you can get the taste of it. Like right. I mentioned, when you have the taste of how strong it can be, right? You don't have that taste. You don't have that. This is, that's that's is what makes it dangerous. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah because yeah. like the first one, I thought was actually strong, but very drinkable tasting. because you can. I mean. Like you said, you shouldn't be drinking a whole bottle of this because it's very strong. But you can. Yeah. If you're well, if you want to see what happens when you drink a whole bottle, um, <laughs> go to YouTube and um, wa- uh, search for Beltway Black Snake oh, yeah. video, where um, we did. Have you ever seen the show Drunk History? Yep. Yeah. All right. You lo- <laughs> yeah. That is my favorite okay. show. Yes. So you're you're gonna love this. Then um, we did our take. Um, on Drunk History, where I'm watching we it. had yeah. Sten, yeah. myself, um, tell the story of why Black Snake is named Black Snake, which is a true story of discovering a black snake in the brewery, and we decided we have to name a the beer after this snake one day. And so this is the whole story from beginning to end of, of the saga of the Black Snake. So in order to do it in the style of Drunk History, they set me up with a, a bottle of Art and Execution which I drank prior to the telling of the story and then drank another one while Wild telling drink, the story. Yes. Wow. Yeah. If you want to see what, so a, what a couple bottles like of this will do to you, watch that video. I'd love to do that. <laughs> All right. That yeah. would be awesome. It was Have fun. Have you ever watched Drunk History? Her? No, it sounds Yo. like I need to watch that. It's hilarious. Yo, you got to watch it. It is hilarious. Is this on YouTube or is this on No, YouTube? it's on, it's on Comedy, Comedy Central. Central. But you can find it now. You can find them on Correct. YouTube. Correct. Yeah. Melinda and I watch it on some streaming. It is hilarious. Hulu or something like that. Yeah. Mm. But uh, the it, uh, the Beltway staff acts out uh, acts out <laughs> yeah. the performance. What's so happening? I tell the story, and the staff pantomimes and acts out my narration of the story, which oh. is what makes it hilarious. And they did an amazing job. It's, that is the best. Especially AJ, who stars as a snake. And he, <laughs> we we were auditioning off, uh, you know, the roles, and he he was like legit fighting people off so he could play the role of a snake and he nailed it so yeah um 
You guys I have love to check it. that out. I have, we're going to check that out, and we're mm. going to play it for people. And it's actually a good call. <laughs> our, our page, probably. After Thanks, every Herb. beer, yes, you okay. must have, you some, must have water. some water. I'm water. going to be polite and drink it with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because like That's I said, a good idea. I, I did not drive here, um, <laughs> and I'm willing to sit back. And, and enjoy I'm away from my single... kids right now, so it's great. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I have teenagers, so I'm good. You're fine. Yeah, they're, You're, they're, fine. They're, You're fine. You're fine. So they're away from you. They, they're yeah. away from you. <laughs> it wouldn't be a bad idea to, like, have somebody come and pick me up if I keep going. That is true, because we're not far from home. Right. Which and they have great. this thing called Uber, too, which yes. is really helpful. By the yeah. way, what is your location address? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, we are at 22620 davis drive in sterling virginia so we're right at the intersection of uh davis drive and sterling boulevard yeah sterling boulevard you have a pretty big uh marker that people can't miss you by right look for the giant silo with the uh original beltway logo up up top yes we'll guide you in this is totally random um it may make you all laugh but i really (laughs) would like to know in a silo is there anything in there there sure is. Oh, okay. Well, and I can't speak to everyone else's silo, okay. uh, but our silo is full at the moment. Of uh, we just got it refilled with uh, malted barley. Uh, it's two row barley. It's the base malt awesome. that we use for uh, all of our brewing. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, at the beginning of every recipe, I don't know if the camera has it in shot, but um, we mill in that barley mm-hmm. from the silo. And auger it up to that giant funnel in the sky oh. over our mash tun. So that's where the base malt goes in, and then we'll use 50 pound bags of specialty malt to pour into the mill to uh, dial in the recipe. Thank you for answering that because <laughs> I have always wanted to know. I love these questions because, you know, as brewers, we, we know and we assume, and it's just part of our daily work. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. As sometimes you forget, people, look, people don't know. Like, see, like, Wait yeah, a, minute. a person no. like me has no idea. And see, I am so, I don't want to say nosy when it comes to brewery stuff, but I look around and I want to know how it functions and what's happening. And why, right. did, you, why did you choose here? You know, like what? That is a real question right now. Too. Oh, okay. What I'm like, do you, I answer this? <laughs> yeah. right. What, what made, made you choose, choose like this location and here? Um, was it the space? Was it the fact that you could produce everything that you wanted to within the it's space? Inside you could of just, the beltway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know. Not exactly, but uh, we're just outside. But the, um, the 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 funny original reason, which all worked out, was that Sterling is equidistant from where my parents live and my wife's parents live. And we we're moving back from California. We're like, where would this be a great spot? Yeah. Let's move. Because we had a, we had a one-year-old daughter and another one on the way. And we're like, we need, we need parental help if Stan's going to start a business. Right. Um, so we started our search in Sterling. It just so happens yeah. that um, once I started working with the real estate broker, that uh, all the best buildings with the high ceiling clearances and the industrial zoning and everything happened to be right Sterling. here. Yeah. So that worked out. I live and work in Sterling. Yeah. 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 Well, even, you know, I, I, I thought maybe we could save money going to Western Loudon. There just mm-hmm. aren't buildings like this out right. there. No. Uh, you start going south on 28, um, you get a lot of older industrial yeah. buildings with lower ceilings. But there was, there was nothing like this that has 28-foot clearance yeah. that allows us to put tall tanks in. Um, this was the absolute perfect building, and it happened to be right in the area I needed, I wanted to live and was convenient to me personally. <laughs> so yeah. it, it, it yeah. worked out. It was pretty cool. All right, so what we got here? Oh, we'll the opposite of barley wine. Yeah, so we're <laughs> taking it down, like, way down. Um, so this is 
uh, Brilliance, the craft parts also that we talked about. So I'm, uh, mm. I mentioned the Bright series. So this is the fruit flavor inspired. So this is watermelon mint. Oh. Um, very herbaceous with the mint. It's like a fancy. Um, to be very light, um, but also very flavorful. Yes. Okay, cool. I'm so I'm big into seltzers. Yeah. I might have to get that oh, yeah? for my wife. <laughs> yeah. I've been big into seltzers. It helps me lose the weight I've been trying to lose. Oh. Keyword trying. And, uh, you know. I didn't even know this was a weight loss thing. Well, well so while uh, we're not making with, claims that this will help you lose weight, I I'm not making late. Okay. okay. I mean, it good. doesn't okay. have the calories that a it barley helps. wine has. Correct. Yeah. Thank you. There you right. go. Thanks. Right. Exactly. So, this to me is, it smells really good yeah. compared mm. to, a, to a white claw or, a, <laughs> thank you. You know, watermelon. Something mint. else. They, Yeah, these this smells like you're already going to be like, all right, I'm going to drink this and maybe a lot of it. You should just come come over here and sell yeah, us. I thought you were going to be right in here. Come on, come on. You could say you could speak up. We don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> be you know? with so, us. Be yeah, in be, it. be in the shot and tell us about this. So this this um, actually took a very long time to like get working because I think um, we were unsure for a while of like what we were going to call it. Um, the different flavors that we were going to do. At one point, they were doing a tasting for, like, a bourbon flavor, which was really... Good. It didn't work. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't do that. Um, but it turned out really well. I think you guys really like it. The, the watermelon mint is my favorite. Watermelon is right? mint yeah. is your favorite. There we go. Well, cheers to you. Cheers. cheers. Yes. You got to work, so no drinking for yeah. you. Sorry. I had I took mm. a few of those home last night. Good. good. Yeah. We got to come sit on your deck and drink this. Yeah, my wife might... Actually, it's herbaceous. Yeah, and you're allowed as well. Weird because it's like, or maybe you have this in the rosé garden. It's not rosé then, but is that right? Yes, the rose, the rosé garden, rosé garden. Where's that at? Oh, this is at my spot. It's at Ben's house. Melinda likes to call that the porch. Yeah, she calls the rosé garden, and the new house will have. She's like, oh, it's gonna be so much bigger. I'm like, yeah, okay. The rosé garden. I like it. Yeah, this is good. I, I'm done. Very refreshing. Look yep. at you. Uh, are you asking for a refill? She's yes. Like jiggling her glass. It's great. You know, a rosé flavor would be really interesting. Ooh, are you trying to bring it's, me to brunch? It's on our list. Oh, oh, no spoilers. It's on oh. the list. Oh. I, I we actually so. did a seltzer. The very first seltzer that we did was probably a year ago. Ryan did one called Cult Following, and it was like a wine... Um, Fusion. Yeah. yeah. It was really interesting. It, it was... Not something I would drink regularly because mm -hmm. it was like you know how wine has like a like a bitterness to it. Yeah, yes. yeah. So I don't know if that goes. Was well it like a, a red wine or like a yeah? They okay, used okay red, red like wine, a Zinfandel. Yeah, yeah that's okay. right. It was yeah. a Zin yeah. Zin juice. That's okay. Yeah. So it had yeah. that little bit of like sourness, which I you know wasn't sure about. Um, but but it was good. It was a good first attempt. It was a really pretty color. It was like you know pink and like bubbly and it just made you like you know i'm drinking flowers like <laughs> you know but it was um yeah it was these are much better like, oh good, good. we've we progressed but we have yeah, yeah. it was this it's, is brilliant awesome yeah. Yeah, it's, that, yeah. it's very brilliant it is yeah it we, is. we like to That's say the with the with the direction we're going with this this is this is a seltzer you don't have to be embarrassed about being caught in a picture on social media with you can actually be like, oh, cool, you got me yeah, a selfie, you know. Correct, yeah. yes. Not, yeah. not like, oh, I'm drinking a White Claw. Don't 
That's don't get me in a picture with I don't that. know yeah. why I feel like that. I drink them, but I also feel like I can't post it. Right. Okay. We're going to change that with us. Yeah. yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y'all are like a gotten a little <laughs> movement going here. <laughs> yeah. That's the idea. All right. So, the other bright series. You don't have to do that. Or you can't. <laughs> you don't that. have to, yeah. but you can. I didn't have to, but I did. What we got going on here? Uh, this one is also part of the Bright series. This is Boys and Berry Peach. That's yeah, there you go. I'm trying to give you both yeah, you <laughs> I, I saw that first one, but I was going to let it go. But sometimes, <laughs> I got you. Thank, yes, thank you. I just feel like he, you all He's a grown man. He can make yeah, his own decisions. Make it, yeah. he, doesn't, he does not <laughs> thank you. drink. As much. Well, these are four point five. I guess yeah, we do in a sense, right? I mean, he definitely has changed he, his behavior from when I was younger and when I was having that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, to get her to, to have some drinks bit. is like a big thing because he doesn't really. Yeah, do it you as know, much. I'll, I'll drink a glass of bourbon or something, but like, you know what? Y'all have turned me on to beer. <laughs> All right. I don't know if my wife's gonna like it, but she That's might if she. If she gets a hold of these. That's right. Exactly, you know, she right. She might sit, sit and sip yeah. with me for a little bit. You know? So this one is Boys and Berry Peach. Boys and Berry Peach? Mm-hmm. Have you guys done a Ooh. tasting with the sours yet? Not yet. This is crazy. Uh-huh. I believe it's this on the agenda. This is like, agenda. pick this no, up really and good. take this home on a daily yeah. basis. <laughs> like, I'm doing the smelling now, which is... I know. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you, Herb. I you got come you. a long way from the I have. I'm yeah. like, I didn't right. even know you. I thought you did that with wine. Like, you do not. You know, you, you stick your whole everything. face in and you're like, that's oh, correct. This is actually... Do it with all. <laughs> Definitely do it with beer. Because well, if it, like, it doesn't smell good, then you won't, don't want to drink it. See? Yeah. Exactly. You have to smell it first. Okay, bartender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm learning here. <laughs> Give me a break. Be patient. Be patient with him. Smells amazing. This is good, man. Yeah. What made you all kind of. Put these flavors together. Yeah, um, I we had seen enough of black cherry and <laughs> lime, and uh, you know, just the one flavor shots. I've been there, done that. Um, yeah. Everyone's doing that. So uh, if we're gonna make seltzer and we're gonna you know handcraft it and make it in uh, relatively small batches here, uh, we want to make it something special. Right. And so we're looking at cool flavor combinations that you may not recognize is going well together but that we trialed and tasted like gabby said this is a long this has been a long time coming we've been experimenting with a lot of different combinations so we're bringing our favorite ones to the front first to to try out because yeah we want we want it to stand apart uh not only in the quality but also in the flavor that you get compared to what's already out there yeah this is like all so far so refreshing yeah this is is very refreshing this is something like you would take to the beach. Yeah. 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 And it doesn't go in a solo cup. Nope. You kind of put it in a koozie. Yep. Yeah. It's koozie worthy. We need oh, some yeah. brilliant koozies. So yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. There yes. you go. Yeah. I think the other really koozies. great thing about it is that they're not super sweet. Like, mm-hmm. as I've gotten older, like, I cannot handle sugary drinks anymore. Me like, neither. you know, when you, and, and so I think one of the great things about this is that you don't get like that, like, sugar hangover in the morning. You know, that, like, I think you can get, like, tr- truly, and I'm not yeah. trying to, like... No, correct, that's why I mean. <laughs> no, 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 like, it's not, like, an adult like yeah. me is not supposed to have sugar, so, <laughs> like, this is, this is what I need, like, it's, like, look at that. <laughs> yeah. 
like that. I think I this, your spot was, awesome. it doesn't have that aftertaste, that, yeah. that yeah. like slickness it leaves on your yeah. tongue with and some it, but, of those, with the sodas and the sweeter ones. Right, yeah. and you notice that the, the like the, um, like this has zero, right? Zero sugars. And it's like, it tastes sweet, but it's not it super does. sweet. It yeah. feels natural. Yes, to, yes, exactly. You know, like, like a and it's not that fake something. sugar. Yeah. And it is. There's like, no there's no fake sugar in there. It's yeah. actually the yeast we chose for this has a natural sort of uh, tartness sweet. and oh, a sweetness, sweetness to, to the flavor. Okay. So okay. Um, it's all natural flavoring together with that yeast kind of gives it a really unique character yeah. that um, as opposed to some of these are made with just vodka and carbonated water right. um, or distiller's yeast with the, with the sugar brew. But uh, we actually chose a, a, a Kvike yeast, which is a uh, Norwegian, I think I'm getting that right, Norwegian, Norwegian yeast that actually... Uh, when fermented at the warm temperatures we're doing it at, gives that um, sort of perceived sweetness. How do you know how to pick which type of yeast or which type of malt or which type of hop to go with the right? How much more time do we have? Whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. is I'm sorry is to good. ask that, but I, I mean, that's no, like it's a, a great you know, question. just thinking it's about just like how you question. have a yeah. Norwegian. <laughs> Like yeah. how I think do we need you know? to do another show. Okay. Yeah. yeah. In part two. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into, yeah. So each but. each hop has like a different flavor profile. So um, typically, like for IPAs um, and like hoppier drinks, you're gonna have like a, you're gonna use like mosaic hops are really popular for those. Um, and like some other ones, um, mosaic is like the usually like everyone puts mosaic. Yeah, hops I usually in hear IPA. mosaic. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then, like, Norwegian, Belgian-style wheat, or, um, uh, like, malts and barleys and stuff are going to go in, like, more, like, Belgian-style ales. So, like, like, um, like a Marzen or um, an Oktoberfest or something like that. Um, and so it, it depends on what you're trying to get out of the beer. Um, well, and, you know, but I'm, this, I'm not sure. But, <laughs> but, but, but generally speaking, it, it depends on, like, what flavor you're trying to evoke out of yeah, because I mean, like, you probably have to go through trying so many different types of yeast or hops yes. or, you know, whichever to go into your salsa or a beer or whatever you're making in order yeah. for it to get the right flavor profile. But I was just trying to figure out how do you go through that process, just thinking about when you want to be like, all right, I'm going to make this mojito, yeah, mojito, right? You know, but I'm going like to make it. Eight. Things. Mojito. No, I'm proud Hito. of you. Yes, but I mean, like, I'm just trying to figure out what is that? How does that work? So, um, I it, it's somewhere between history and experimentation. Um, okay. So, like Gabby was mentioning, the traditional styles. There's there's a formula, right? And to make it your own, you deviate a little bit from the formula of the traditional styles of hops and yeasts and, and malts you choose and the amount of each. Uh, seltzer, it's kind of uncharted territory. A lot of people are doing it with vodka yeast, distiller yeast, um, or just a, a, a basic California ale yeast. Um, we wanted to uh, experiment with this. Again, this has been a long time in development. We've, we've tried it. We, we did small batches with wine yeast, with distiller yeast, with a standard beer yeast. And then we experimented with uh, this new Kvike yeast, the Norwegian one, um, which has a, a number of varieties. Um, we've been using that a little bit of beer. It's, it's come into favor. It's kind of a new trend. And we're like, well, let's try it on seltzer. And we fell in love with it. Wow. Um, with the particular... Um, 
variation of, of the Kvite that we're using because it, it just complemented what you want out of seltzer so well. A little bit of tartness, a little bit of that citrusy flavor mm -hmm. and some sweetness. I'm, I'm going to mess this up now, but I think um, it is one of the alcohol sugars is a byproduct of the fermentation. Uh, it's one of those uh, sweeteners that ends in OL because it's, it's an alcohol-based sugar that has no calories. It's naturally occurring from the fermentation. You perceive it as sweetness, but it doesn't have calories. No yeah. calories. Hey. Boom. Yeah. No, I'm there for that. You know, we've been doing, we've been try, trying to try do some get LBs our life here. right. You know, that's the hey. <laughs> and still get a little bit of. Okay, but still drink. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the first one, Kayla Port, of the, uh, the, the Brilliant Black series, which okay. is, uh, I'll let you talk about it a little bit. It's the, it's the night complement to the daytime. Hey, fruit yeah. I'm always about the night. <laughs> yes, these are and all. That's just my complexion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, these are all uh, cocktail inspired. And so, uh, you know, the bright and black kind of go with, like, if you look at our website, brilliantcraftbeverages.com. Um, <laughs> um, Subscribe below. Yes, yeah, correct. Right. Um, <laughs> So if you look at the website, you get to choose kind of like what flavors are you looking for? Are you looking for the cocktail flavors? You click on the black side. If you're looking for like the fruity flavors, you do uh, bright. And then bright is more like you're, you know, you're being active, but also enjoying like some slightly alcoholic beverages. Um, and then this is more like you're going out with your friends, but you don't necessarily want to drink really hard drinks or heavy drinks when you're going out. Um, and like Sten said, you're not like ashamed of like drinking this like at a party with your friends. Or yeah. like if you go into like a cool bar scene. That's kind of what the, the Black Series is about. Mm -hmm. You're not drinking a White Claw in the bar. So. <laughs> right. Why, why do we keep on talking about White Claw? Well, because, yeah, I've reasons. never had it, so I don't you know. Even it's know. really good. It's not bad. It? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. No <laughs> disrespect. It it's just become that it was It's that. just a very oh. normal, regular this drink that you just get. It's That's become a, a fit. Yeah, right. it's a so, it really is. you know, you really, you get it because you already know it's going to be good. It's, it's just your normal go-to. But when you get something like this, <laughs> this you're is, like, oh. You really taste the mint in this one. one. Oh, shit. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. This, this, is, this I know. is good. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Look this, at you. I'm like, you know. I'm branching out. Exactly right. You know what? <laughs> but that's okay. But the thing is, is that we can drink together. That's yeah. That is there true. There you go. It's that bringing you together. Yeah, I mean, that is correct. She would rather have one with me, and not right. Not that's a how I feel. I don't she's not drink a bourbon alone. drinker. Yeah, I mean, she found the wine, and she was like, "Yeah, let's drink it together." I was like, "All right." Well, <laughs> what, it's funny you bring that up because you you can we have the cocktail inspired flavors in Brilliant Black, but. Um, Kayla's going to be posting this to our social media, but uh, su suggested Ooh, it's exclusive. cocktail recipes <laughs> that um, you can do with the Brilliant Day. You can mix that with one of your favorite spirits and get a little bit of that, uh, you know, low-cal um, low fruit flavor. Mm -hmm. uh, What's the percentage one your... on this one again? Uh, four. Four and a half. Four and a half? That's good. That's <laughs> to good. mix it right with the yeah, salsa, yeah, I'd be yeah. like, what's... Oh, okay. But it's actually it's good, it's good flavor, you know. I don't know what you could mix it with, but you, you have a lot in your cabinet, Herb. You got a lot. Yeah, frozen. Fun drink. to experiment. Yeah, yeah. 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 I might have to do that. You mm -hmm. throw some vodka in there with this fresh fruit because, fresh, yeah. you know, it already has the sweetness and the flavors of fruit anyway. So you just throw the fresh fruit that either complement them, so if they're citrus, more things like that, or if they're berries, put more berries in it, things like that. So that's right. Just whatever I'll you kind of drinking this well right on my well, little balcony. You can make the mojito and like. Instead of 
because mojitos have like seltzer water in them mm-hmm. or Sprite. You mm-hmm. can use this instead. Instead of the yeah, that's right. Yeah. Exactly. You gotta so be at home. That's why. That's why you're a bartender. Like, <laughs> right. you, you, you make good suggestions. You was step on in here. I'm thinking, you know? thank you for stepping on it. <laughs> that's right. This is really good. Yeah. What would I say was my favorite one so far? Is that peach? Boys and berry. But you haven't had the mule yet. I have not had a mule yet. And I had a mule on the we'll other night. Right now. Because they are amazing. Yes. Like a real Moscow. So yeah. we'll oh, see yeah. if we'll see if this lives up to the to, to the, the Moscow. To yeah, a Moscow. Are, if you if you are a mule fan. Like drinks. If I want to drink, I know I a few people that are mule fans. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. my mom I'm gonna make another one. Like yes. I'll be lazy about the next one. But <laughs> I had a buddy that calls me all the time, and he's like, Moscow Mule, Moscow yeah, Mule. Yeah, Moscow like, Mules are really good. Yeah, yeah my I'm only problem with Moscow Mules is the ginger I'm beer can often person, be way too sweet. It just really leaves that sweet aftertaste. <laughs> I love the flavor, <laughs> yeah. but um, oh, I, I want to bring on the line more. It probably should stick to something yeah. different. <laughs> yeah. I've always liked tequila more than vodka, so I'm, I'm, I'm more of yeah. a tequila mule person. Tequila is awesome. Interesting. Tequila yes. mule. I haven't tried that. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. That's, are... that's also um, bourbon mule. Okay. Yeah. It's called now, Kentucky mule. It's called anything, a Kentucky mule. Thanks a lot. Yeah. See, so I've had that before, too. Oh, I think I'm going to... Oh, here's your low-cow meal. No, we didn't even drink it yet. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. You're already picking your favorite before there, you yeah. get them all. Yo. Cheers. Cheers, my friends. Cheers. Thank this thank smells you. great. I don't know if you know what... Benjamin. I don't even know if we're close <laughs> to being done, but this is good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah? This like is that? amazing. This might be number Everything one. Everything that we've had <laughs> is amazing. We're building no, to no, it. No, that's it. That's the mule. This, <laughs> no, this, this is, is it. I don't. Oh, this uh, is the mule. This is the one. Oh, yeah. this yeah. is the one. Yeah, out of this is it. This, yeah, it's at the <laughs> top. So, like, we really need to talk about how that was done. The mule was great. That Thank was you good. So much. I'm going to be polite, and I'll wait till after we get off camera to take. <laughs> The rest of to, it to just finish the cake. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yes. Four packs. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, man. See, those are brilliant great. bartender. Right? See, exactly. I swear, I swear. These are wonderful. <laughs> where do you where outside of um, your regular tap room and everything where you can purchase your beers canned and come and probably purchase what like a growler as well? Mm, not of the brilliant. Brilliant's not, only available in the okay, cans right now. Okay. okay. Where can you purchase these? Uh, this is so brand new uh, that it is only at the tap room for now. Okay. Uh, the very first release of each of these flavors. Um, but start asking your local retailer. Tell them, hey, I just had this brilliant that was made here locally. Can you please get it in the store? Yeah. And uh, that will get them to call our distributor and get it out there. So okay. would definitely. Um... Yeah, because th- I'm just thinking about places where we frequent. Because mm-hmm. I, since I told you that I'm, I drink a lot of beer and seltzers and things like yeah. that mainly all at beer. I go to a lot of like beer stores that are mm-hmm. probably more into craft brewing beers than regular. Um, and I know there's this one in like Hyattsville that's very random, but it's in Hyattsville and it has a ton of beers mm. from Maryland and Virginia. And so I was like, do you like just tell them that you want this and then they go and get it because it feels like that's what they do there. It helps. So it really helps. So, yeah. you know, for all of you out there that are uh, fans of your local breweries or, or whatever, maybe that's how you can support them is when you go out to your yeah. local store, your bar, 
uh, tell them, hey, you know, I'm a big fan of this local brewery. You guys should bring this in there. And, and the more they hear that, the more they have the control to to pull it in the store. So that helps for, yeah. for you as fans this to do is, that. This yeah. is awesome. That's good. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. really good. We yeah. do have some of our stuff in total wine. Um, on the beer side, yep. Yeah, on the beer on the beer side, yeah. Okay. So um, you can find it there. Um, and the total wines that are here, that like the one that's in Sterling, or do you Rest. have that the one in Reston too? Uh, I think all the total wines yeah. locally yeah. carry okay. Beltway brands. Okay. Um, and Wegmans also has us, okay. and a uh, number of other grocery stores around here. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I know. <laughs> That's dangerous and brilliant. I just found out at Total Wine, I have 7,000 something something points. Nice. And I need to use them. Awesome. And Ooh, I am going to go and have a field day in December, as I usually do every year. Don't judge me for my points. <laughs> and <laughs> go ahead and like have a field day with collecting beer. In a sense. For your Christmas and holiday shopping? Yeah. Or, like last, uh, okay. or last for yourself? Last year, I was yeah. able to get like the dogfish head beer oh, nice. that was one, the 120. The 120. Mm-hmm. Right? I got the 120 dogfish head and I got like another beer that equaled out to like 100 bucks basically where I didn't have to pay for it. Oh, so man. I was like, oh. Hashtag man. winning. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm hearing is party at your house later. Yeah, you can come on over. <laughs> All right. Come right on over. Come right on over. There are kids there. If you're okay with that, yes. <laughs> just be prepared for toddlers. As long as we can bring them around. That's right. right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe. Absolutely. That will put them right in their own little siloed area. Yep. All right. You guys ready to try some beer? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. That sounds awesome. Yes. I don't know. I mean, we're just doing it all today. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, hey. Yeah. Then can you talk to us about um, any awards that you guys have won with some of your beers? I see that we have like a. Some little awards on display right, right there. there. I took a picture of earlier. Oh, you got a picture of that? So I don't need to bring the prop forward. But um, <laughs> yeah, so last year at the Virginia Craft Brewers Fest, we won a gold medal for changing lanes, so double IPA. And we won a silver medal for uh, what was then named Batting 1000. That was our 1,000th turn of the brew house since we opened. And that is a, it's a red lager. And um we believe that that beer, in all its glory, is solely responsible for helping the Nationals win their World Series title. <laughs> and I believe and in that. that yeah, yeah, it was that, that mojo. Man, the uh, the photos we have from that night on this very table, actually, it's that table right there, but um, of all the empty batting 1,000 cans here at the Game 7 night in celebration when, when we watched it right here. Uh, again, we're, we're taking all the credit for that. And uh, we decided to rename that beer since it was no longer going to be the thousandth brew over and over again. Uh, we renamed it District of Champions. So, oh, perfect timing. Yes. And, yes. So, Which I've had. Oh, good, good. Yes. Um, oh, yeah? So, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that well, was. Let's a, not talk about it until we. Okay. <laughs> so, actually, first up, so did you already tell them about. I told them about medal? last year's medal, so I'll let you talk about this year's oh, medal. Oh, boy. Um, so, this year's medal is Approachable Guys Gold Medal Winning Pale Ale at yes. Renewed Craft Brewers Fest. Um, it's our session IPA and what I was told is basically we were trying to make a uh, hundred calorie beer. Um, it just wasn't quite working out. So we're, they're just like, Oh, you know what? Forget it. We're just going to go with 120 calories and who sends got the metal out. You got to put it on. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there oh, we go. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. I love it. Good and bad. But good for us right now. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so 
we're trying to make a little calorie beer and we're just like, you know, let's just like do it how we're going to do it. And it turned out to be 120 calories instead of 100 calories. Um, but it's fantastic. Like a lot of people love it. Won the gold medal. Um, it's a favorite among our brewers. Um, it's a really like sessionable, crushable beer. You can like knock these back a lot or you don't have to. You don't want no, to. I will. <laughs> um, so we're going to go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. This is actually, um, in order to be a session uh, drink, you technically have to be um, less than 4%. So this is 3.9%. So we just made it. I don't um, think I've ever had a 3 Point nine percent beer. I've had a three point eight thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty I'm sure like, Guinness and Coors Light are right in that neighborhood. Definitely so, aren't yeah. drinking that. Right. So, we're gonna... <laughs> so we're giving you a wonderful, delicious alternative to those really low, uh, low so alcohol, you're, you're low carb. Actually, you know what? So I'm just trying to make sure, like, what's my pour, and then the <laughs> brew place that was down in Tyson's Corner, Tyson's Beer Garden. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Before they moved. And they had like a <laughs> or like a grapefruit type of beer that was like 2%. And I was, I got oh, really? it and I was really excited about Oh, like about a Rattler. It. So yes. they mix I got a, a whole beer. like yeah. beer sign of it and I was yeah. like, man, this is exciting. And then I realized that I drank. You like, drank a whole pitcher of it? Yes. And then so might as well have been one glass of barley wine? Absolutely. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You were thirsty that day. I was very... I was also, I had just had my first child, and I was like, let me be cautious. Yeah. And I was way too cautiously drunk. Yep. It's like when snack wells no, came out in the 90s. Like, Remember that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these, these snack wells are healthy. healthy. I'm going to eat a whole box. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Um, so, what you're really going to notice is here in here is the citra hops that we use really um, can mm-hmm. get that like hop feel to it, but also has yeah. like a citrus aftertaste to it, which is really great. This is awesome. Which I would tell Coach to smell it first, but he's I doing do. that every time now. <laughs> yeah. so I'm on it. He's that. We've worked it into his habit. That's yeah. right. I like that. I can appreciate that. Look yeah. at you. Well, you know, back in the day, you, you didn't want to smell some of the beers that we drank. So. <laughs> no, I don't want to smell a, a bull, a blue bull, or anything like that. What is it? Mm-hmm. This is great. This can it's really pretty. Yeah, it is I very nice. I just want nice. you to know that. I was looking at Shout that. out to Robert Pace and Alan Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> we just got a little silly with this one. You know, I it's like a, it. It's a low-gravity beer, so we had some people having, I think having some like fun chilling a, in space. It's in an armchair. Huh? Yeah, Paul yeah. would like that one. Got, his, like got that. his chicken wings. Got their chicken wings there. <laughs> I love it. So it was really cool to get the medal for this. It was It was validation to what we were seeing happen here where all the brewers and everyone that works here was taking this beer home and everyone was drinking this beer ourselves yeah. that worked here. And we all love this beer. Um, so to take it to the festival and get a gold medal for it, it was nice to see that hey, it's not just us. Everyone agrees this is a good beer. I was just about to ask you about the festival process because I wanted to know how does it, how does that work entering your beer into a festival or I guess you said you brought it to the festival and people just tried it or how, how does that process work sure. entering your beer into a festival? So, um, the basic, I'm going to try and keep it short, but yeah, <laughs> the, um, you, you send the beers off, you enter the beer in and, um, when the organization receives it, whether it's great American beer festival, the Virginia craft brewers guild, they, they bring them all in and they separate them by category and then they'll have a day or two or three, depending on how many beers, of judging where they have a certified BJCP or uh, beer judge certification process. Oh, man, I'm going to get that wrong 
Um, but certified judges that have gone through a program where they know what they're doing. Um, break, break the beers out by category and then they'll taste them blind mm -hmm. and they fill out a, an evaluation form and by the, by the end of it all, they compare the evaluation forms, narrow it down to the finalists, maybe do it again and we'll choose um, which, is, which beers exemplify the category they were entered in uh, at the end of that. So it's completely impartial. No one sees the label or knows what they're evaluating and uh, they, they choose based on the merit according to is it true to style? And uh, so this one, uh, we entered it into the pale ale category. There wasn't a specific session IPA category. So session IPAs are typically basically pale ales these days. Um, and yeah, uh, got gold medal, got the best in the pale ale category in Virginia this year. Wow. Which is cool. It's, and it's good. <laughs> it is. <laughs> like, it's good. I will pour some more if that's okay. It is okay. Otherwise, it's okay, going down the drain. So it's not. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. It smells great. It smells, I'm on a mini vacay. Vacay. I yes. see. Yeah. <laughs> We don't judge. Right. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Especially if you're drinking more of our beer. That, that's yeah. Flattered. This. I mean, this is actually this, very, it, very, very light and. Yeah. Crazy. This is very drinkable. Yeah. Like you can show up to like a party with these mm -hmm. and be like, "All right, we're gonna." And you're not real party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like two, three point nine. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's crazy because yeah. it tastes. It tastes more than three. Yeah, right. it's got a lot of means, flavor. But it tastes yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like got it has more because of the the hoppiness. I think people equate yep. that with yeah. strength these right. days, and yes. so right. you, you get because that flavor, it, but yeah. it's super. Right. Super when I tasted it, I was like, "Oh man, this, yeah, this is great." No way that's three point nine. Yeah, yeah, that's low. And just wait till you get the eight percenter, because then you're gonna say, "There's no way this is eight percent." <laughs> I mean, we already had the well, ten point eight, yeah, yeah. and we were like, "Wait a minute, this." Doesn't taste like this it has point yeah. eight at all. So this is going to be the one that Sten was just talking about that went from batting one thousand to district champion. So tell me what you mean by how you feel like it helped you think that the nationals won because of this beer. Yeah, I can. Uh... There's a you have a poster around of the world series. Oh, right. Well, that is of the world series. Oh, uh, there's a batting a thousand artwork. I wanted to share you. Um, so yeah, let me grab that first. <laughs> yes. That looks good. Okay, well, what kind of beer do you personally oh, like? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so the sales manager we used to have that actually uh, was part of my hiring process used to just say, like, whatever beer is in my hand is my favorite. Um, I really think that's great. I'm definitely, I'm only 22, so I'm still very new to, like, the whole, um, like, being able to drink and everything. Um, that's a disclaimer, y'all. <laughs> Um, she just started drinking on her 21st birthday. Yeah, first day. Yep. Yeah. Only started drinking when I turned 21. Yeah. Um, moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, originally, I, I would say like uh, fruited sours are really great because I um, really enjoy those. But honestly, anything um, that has complex flavor, um, I learned that a lot from my, my beer and wine class at George Mason University. Um, just put a plug there. Yeah. Um, but anything that has like a good balance to it, like I don't want, I love sours, but if it's like super sour and it tastes like I'm just having a warhead, I'd rather just have a warhead. So, um, you know, if it has that balance of sour and fruity or if it has like really good hops flavor, but it's not too strong, uh, has that citrus going to it, kind of like different things playing with each other. I think it's really cool. And this particular beer is mm -hmm. a lager. Correct, yeah. right. 
but how, what's the percentage on this one and what was the process to make this one happen? So this is 4.8. Um, this is technically a red lager. I think we've also entered it, um, same competition for a Vienna lager. Um, so there's different types of lagers, which is really cool. Um, and in terms of the process, you want to turn over Yeah, the, um, oh, so back to answer your question. We got the artwork. This yes. was this was the yes. original label for Batting One Thousand. Yes. Um, so the idea was, we're coming up on spring. It's our one thousandth brew we've ever done. Um, let's let's go with a nice springtime beer, which is a, a red ale, an Irish red is traditional for the spring. But let's put our twist on it, and we'll actually lager it. We we'll use a, a high pressure lager yeast is what we used, and uh, to to give it a little more of a, a crisper um, finish. And, um, yeah, went with the baseball theme. Um, we may or may not have originally put a curly W for the W in <laughs> brewing, which we may or may not have gotten a call from the Nationals who didn't appreciate that we did that, even though it was a limited run. But, um, so, yeah, this was what we uh, went to market with, with this one, uh, this, this artwork. And, um, and this is clearly what helped the Nationals win, again, because we were um, – giving that shout out and appreciation to yes. them. Yes, and, and they reached out. That They did they reach out to it. us <laughs> yeah. yes, correct. to say thank you in so many words. Yes. Um, but we are fully expecting that in uh, 2021, when baseball comes back to Nats Park uh, with fans, that we can get District of Champions in there, uh, which is... Uh, yeah, I like that. Not using go. their logo, yeah. but also... What is that process them. like? Which one? Getting, getting in, in getting Nats Park? into Nats Park. Oh, it's yeah. more politics and Oh, okay. Fun. We don't have yeah, to do that. Yeah, fun with uh, distribution <laughs> and relationships. Yeah. And We're not dealing with politics right now. Yeah. That's it, do, yeah. Let's deal you with drinking. You didn't yeah. try to tell them that it was the Walgreens W? Um, I almost <laughs> went there. I almost went there. But, yeah, it was uh, – they had a partnership with Anheuser-Busch uh, under Devil's Backbone, who did their uh, – you know, was able to afford to buy themselves into Correct. that relationship. Yeah. So, um, okay, we'll just we'll we'll sell the beer on the merits then, and yep. uh, and, and get it in there in the next season. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. District of uh, Champions. Oh. That's right. Yeah. There you go. Mm. Look at you, her. Yeah. Yes. Hey, you gotta smell that. Oh, you gotta smell <laughs> it. You gotta <laughs> smell it first. Yeah. You gotta smell this it one, this one should be a pretty unique taste for her, for her compared to everything that we've had yeah, so far Yeah, compared to everything else, yeah. Closer mm -hmm. to get to the barley because of that, like, multi-heavier yeah. flavor, okay. but definitely unique compared to everything else pretty much we've had. Yeah. Are we doing the sound? This is something um, that I would I drink that I think I would have in, like, a taster if I went to, like, a brewery mm -hmm. and was like, you know what, I'm going to get a, I'm just going to try a whole bunch of stuff and then I'm going to, because that's my only opportunity where I feel like I would purchase it outside of my normal right you know how you have your normal yeah. when you go to the store or mm -hmm. when you go to a brewery you're like you know what let me go ahead and get that Hefeweizen or let mm -hmm. me go ahead and get that IPA or whatever and I never really think about lagers let alone red lagers um, so I feel like I would put this in my rotation because it, it, it's pretty tasty yeah. <laughs> yeah thank you thank you yeah I think lagers get a you know not put down but I think they get overlooked because People want to try different flavors. They mm -hmm. really want to try that, that new or different thing. Yeah. But it's, these can be very, you know, it's funny. It's not the correct way to, I guess, use session. But for me, like, when I hear the term session, I'm thinking, I could just drink all day. Right. And, like, it's not right. something that your taste buds are going to get overly worked upon or something that you're eventually going to get kind of tired of. This is just something very 
normal that I would love to just have at any time. There's no yeah. food or way I have to feel about it. This is just something I can drink any any old time of the day. Yeah. yeah, this is like a, a better yingling. Yes. It's really funny you said that because one time I was uh, at uh, Giant Food. Um, I'm not sure if Giant still has our stuff, but I was uh, in, in the beer aisle and I was kind of straightening out some cans and um, saw a guy grabbing a 12-pack of yingling. I'm like, by the way, if you like Yingling, you might want to try this District of Champions. That's and he's right. like, oh, as a matter of fact, I just got that yesterday and I have that at home, but I'm picking this up for a friend. But it made me feel very satisfied that he agreed that, yeah, yeah it is. It, it is. is. Um, I mean, very similar yeah. to Yingling, yeah, but, you know, but support actually, local. But it's, but it's much better. It's actually metal. a little bit more tastier. <laughs> yeah. I don't know whether it's because, you know how, like, some beers, they sit in the fridge for a long time. Mm-hmm. They taste a little older. That happens. Yeah, and so like that tastes a lot fresher to me. I don't know if I'm using the right words again. But uh-huh. Hey, your words are the I right words. Yeah. My words are the right words. Yep. As long as you they say it with can. confidence. Yeah. That's right, right. So Lean yeah, into it. it's fresher. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I also like to think that because your production is not on the scale of like a yingling or anything, that you have better quality. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, yeah. I'll I'm say... I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. That's what it is. Yep. I appreciate that. Um, so not... Uh, not I'll to knock that yeah. at all, but Be- because it just feels like because the production is not so cross-country or yeah. even like into other places or whichever that... Right. Because the, <laughs> it's... I don't know. You take Sorry. more... <laughs> But What's wait, the no, right I hear what thing? You're say. Oh, it's there. We do take pride. Yeah. And um, it, I feel like that's what you're about yes, to say. Yes, correct. Because yes. there's so much pride. And what I, the word I was going to use is, is intimacy. Like, yeah, we are like, intimately involved, hands-on, yeah. every step of the way. The bigger breweries, they are too, in, the, in that they have uh, huge investments made in quality control measures, tools, people, yeah. laboratories, yeah. scientists that are all on top of it. So there's one thing that can be said for the big breweries. You're yeah. gonna get you're not gonna get skunky beer. You're not gonna get bad beer or spoiled beer. It's gonna be the same every time because yeah. they're really good at what they do. Crap breweries can learn a lot from that when it comes to the tools and the methods that they use. But what they don't have is the passion and the intimacy that we have babysitting this every step of the way, um, and how how important the beers are to us. Um, I think that's the big differentiation between the big ones and us. I think. And that's I think that's what I was looking for. Yeah, right there. Thank you for saying that for mm-hmm. me because I was like, yeah, he's just giving a definition. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The, the beer translator. So what we got? What we got going on here? Okay. So, I just had this um, two days ago. Oh, great. Maybe. Yep. Um. So we released these fairly recently. Um. There are abstract vision sour series we've had them going on for quite a while um but we just released three new flavors so we have blueberry strawberry rhubarb and one of my favorites passion orange guava um fun fact about me i'm actually part hawaiian so passion orange guava is like big thing for me yeah. as a Hawaiian. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah pog and i think actually the fun story uh my sense smiling so big is because like when I first was brought on. They're like, oh, do you want to you wanna make a beer with us? I'm like, yes. And they're like, what idea do you want to do? I'm like, I really want to do a Pog Sour. And they're like, oh, we're, we're already working on that. And I was like, okay. But the joke is kind of not like, oh, it was, it was Kayla's idea the whole time, which it technically wasn't. But, but um, so, You didn't really have to say that. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, Look into the camera started. and tell everyone it was yeah, your so idea. It was my idea. Um, 
So the reason I picked this one is because I think, uh, even though Pog is my favorite and I'm a little biased on that one, um, I think blueberry is the most surprising for me and how good it is. Because you hear blueberry sour and you might not always be like, I don't know if I want to try that. But it's, it's really good. The color is amazing. Um, and it, it, tastes, it tastes really, really good. Yeah, we came here the other day and bought this, the blueberry mm. one. Oh, good. Yeah, and it is... It's so good. I'm glad that I had to look at their cups first and see whether they drink it. I'm doing my smell test. I know. I'm proud of you. It's really good. It better. smells really good. And, like, it tastes really good. It, mm. We like to space our beers out and, like, uh, share them, if that's right. So yeah, we do, like, taster. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. we do taster glasses, right. basically. And so we share beers, me and my husband. And this was definitely on the rotation. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, um, it's good. It's good. So Sweet. another another fun fact about this one with the artwork oh, that yeah. I'm very proud of personally. <laughs> um, local artist Camille Sellier did the artwork here. Um, she's a real up and coming artist here. Signature on the uh, bottom panel here. She's my ten year old daughter. <laughs> so, oh really? Uh, yeah. That so good. She, yeah. This uh, the original medium here was uh, watercolor on uh, paper. And uh, we asked her to essentially um, paint in an abstract way uh, the feeling you feel when you meet new friends, when you get to know new friends. And um, so and she you said that exactly like that. Yeah. Abstract yeah. way. <laughs> in an abstract way. We said abstract because I, don't, I didn't want, you know, uh, her, her figures of people trying to do it literally. And oh, no, people no, no. Meeting We're just people. trying to take the fact that she knew what abstract meant. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, she's she's super into art, yeah. and she's really good, and she good. was excited to, to try something in an abstract yeah. way, and so that's where you got these colorful shapes and, and images, and so each you of the versions of... Have do a lot more. Yeah, we are, we are. Um, you know, that, that's the like plan, of course... Do. It's funny. This earned this earned her a new remote control car. Um, I think the the fee is going to continue going up. That's right. what he just right. said. That's yeah. why he said it might be cheaper to she keep might her. Be cheaper yeah, to you get a you get to do a toy car compared to a, you know the other prices. That's, that's right. That's yeah. right. But it's you know she's figuring this out quick. She's savvy, so um, yeah, I yes, think yeah is. the price is going to rise. And also she's a ten year old and has lots of other activities like homework and soccer practice. So uh, to work this into her rotation, uh, I got to make it worth her while. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's really cool. We have uh, three different versions, and sort of uh, what our artist Robert did was kind of pop out the colors that pertain to the flavor mm -hmm. on, on each one digitally. But um, but the original artwork, yeah, it's uh, it's Camille's. Camille, so Camille, you're yeah, good. You're good. <laughs> I hope a good job, Camille. Watches this and says, "I did that." Yeah, yeah. And don't it's raise cute. the price because he's got to oh. pay the college. <laughs> See, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> there is. We'll make it up to you another way. Well, yes, yeah. we will. So, so what we got next? Is this the famous changing lanes? It is this the is famous changing, changing lanes. Changing lanes. Ah. It doesn't reference highways. No, not at all. Not at all. Especially not traffic. Because if you're changing lanes, you're passing or something. Yeah, or something yeah, right? yeah, yeah, so yeah. things are working out for you. It could mean a lot of things. So. <laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm. Depending on where you're from, you know, people change lanes differently. I've heard of like the when a friend of mine said something about like changing lanes in Maryland. Like you just get you just get you over. You just like, get on over. Yeah, you don't care what's yeah. in your way, who's driving. 
Do we that not is... talk about Maryland drivers? It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. We were gonna <laughs> we were gonna do a variant uh, of it with um, you know a, a car wrecking or colliding with another called Maryland drivers, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. We're tying the whole TMB together. <laughs> yeah. no, we're, we're, Would you ever we'll work with like Maryland along. Brewers? Because of my, yeah, we I have. think one we of have. my favorite Maryland Brewers is Jailbreak. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and I think I discovered them probably right around when they first like opened up, and I was like, Is that a good thing? What, uh-huh. Jailbreak? Jailbreak. I don't know. I just went there for the beer. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? Yeah, I just went there to experience the beer, not the jail, which is not, not who that broke far out. away. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but not who broke out, but it's there. No, we worked with uh, Denizens before. We worked with ah, yes. uh, Diamondback before, mm-hmm. um, way back when, when they were just uh, up and coming. Yeah. So, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah we, we have a good relationship with uh, the brewers in Maryland, not necessarily the drivers in Maryland. Well, <laughs> correct. Yes, yes. Yeah, the Brewers in Maryland. I'm like, oh. so this is this is the one, right? This, this is the, this is the one. Double IPA. Yes. Mm-hmm. Double. Mm-hmm. Oh. And what's the percentage on this one? Eight point oh. zero. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it is is that, nice did I get that right? Eight point zero. I think zero. you did before yeah. you drank it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It smells this, good. The car on there is super cute. Yeah. What is the city? Oh, it's DC. DC. Yeah. Uh, it's DC. I, like, Hello. <laughs> I wasn't going to spoil it for you. I, knew I had to look. Thank I knew you. you'd figure it out. Thank you. Yeah. I just had to look at it. It yeah. looked like something else. <laughs> but it's not. Like, uh, it's not. But it's like, not. It's not at all. It's, not. it's DC. All right, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's an expert now. Yeah. Herb clearly has the capital and the Washington Monument facing him. Yeah, yeah. right. Right. Yeah. You kind of. Why'd you spoil that? <laughs> <laughs> this is good. This what do you think? Fun. Yeah. This is. Are we turning you into a beer guy? Hurt? I think yes, you are. I think right. you are. Right. Yes. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm still like torn on the IPA versus the sours. This versus the all the sour well, IPAs. It's your preference. Yeah. 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 It yeah. is the mood Honestly, you're in, right? Mm-hmm. The yeah. mood you're in sometimes, or the food you're having. Oh, there's a yeah. mood. Oh yeah, there's yeah. a mood. I mean, are you I'm in the mood really for Chinese good. food every night? <laughs> um. No. Yes, but my family. No. I mean, I'm in the mood for Mexican food every night. Yes, so. yes, that's different. that's my wife. Yeah, right. Yeah, yes. she could do Mexican yes. food every night. Mm-hmm. This is, mm. um, yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's one we'll way. Yeah, can we quote tasty. you on that? Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. I had to look at it for a second too. You know, how you have to look at stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I Drink haven't had to look at anything first. for a while. This is great. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, Stan, we asked Kayla what her favorite style or her favorite beer is to have what is yours oh, i was man. very non-specific yeah well i typically answer that non-specifically as well because uh just like abby said it, it really depends on my mood um so last night it was an approachable guys right uh i was gonna say right before i went to bed but yeah as i was winding down before bed uh approachable guys was perfect um when i get home from work changing lanes is, is what i'm usually in the mood for but man when the weather gets colder and stuff i am on the edge of my seat for Black Snake uh, to be released. Uh, just got canned this week. So an Imperial Stout is just, man, it's really nice in cold weather in the evening after dinner. It's like, that's that's where I go for dessert yeah. is uh, our <laughs> vanilla stout is is just really nice. So it depends what you're eating, what, you're, what, what else you're drinking, what you're in the mood for. Um, and then, yeah, sours I find just super refreshing. Um, again, that's another great right-after-work beer. Um, it it kind of cleanses the palate. It, it, yeah. it uh, 
helps quench thirst for me. Some people with sours, it, it dries their mouth out. For me, it quenches my thirst. I, I, yeah. So, um, so but, why are we getting bigger glasses? <laughs> to smell more. Actually. Oh! No. <laughs> Sorry, okay. did I take your thunder again? What's so, your favorite right. beer? Mm, I'd have to agree with Stan. It depends on my mood. If I'm eating Mexican food, I want a Pilsner. If I'm <laughs> after, if I want dessert, that black snake is fantastic. Um, if I want something refreshing, a sour is like perfect. So it just depends. Um, this is crazy. I like, I didn't even know there was like categories for. Yeah. This is why I do what I do. <laughs> is, to yeah, open this up like, this, this like, world yeah, to new people. I love it. I love it. It's Not education of black guy, but education of guy. Of beer. Of a dude. Of a dude. Black guy. How about that? beer. Education this black guy. I'll tell you that much. But you know, Kayla mentioned good. her George Mason class. It almost seems like, and Bianca's had some very specific questions that she's interested too. I was going to say, I've been doing my research do it, too, you guys. You guys should be doing like a beer class here, it sounds like. Yes. Because it sounds like there's definitely an audience for people who either a novice and just want to kind of learn right. about yeah. the understanding. For me, yeah. As, like I would take that course. Yeah. For me, as like a person who I guess is really into it, but doesn't, I don't know. I'm just learning as mm-hmm. I go through, but I learn from so many different people who explain it differently. You're a fan. You're not an Right. Expert, I'm a right? fan. Yeah. There yeah. you go. That's the right word to say. I'm a fan. Right. So I really love to experience different breweries and different ways that they explain how they go through their process. But I would love it for people to experience that because I think that they, that's the reason why they go on brew tours, right? Mm-hmm. They go on brew tours because they want to know what the science is behind it, but they're scared to learn it on their own. But they love it for somebody who is enthused about it to go ahead and just tell them about yeah. the whole process. Right. So for me to come in here and see everything and you all like politely say, oh, yeah, we just have this here. It's just there. And then be like, you know what? This is the reason why we <laughs> do have it. It's amazing because of this makes me get excited about it. So if you had a class that was like, Explaining the process of beer and the science of it and taking you through the whole thing would be awesome. I think me and my husband would be the first people that would be there, of well, course, I mean, right? Write that down. You know what I mean? Like, I think they really just, talked about that before. It's like a beer academy yeah, type exactly. thing. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like Not necessarily always for brewers. You have your brewers, people who come brewers, in and yeah. do outside brewing. Right. But if you brought people in to learn about brewing who were home brewers or who were just people or who just people that want to it, learn about would, beer. Would be awesome. Yeah, That's a great like, idea, you know, like sell tickets and have tours. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. I think yeah. people would do it, you know, yeah. because you're right here on the trail. People already passed through here already. I'm a new person who just made it to the damn line that made it not that far from here. I didn't make it here, you guys, but I made it almost here. And I was like, shit, I'm proud of myself. But <laughs> Jesus, this is like so close to everything that's around. You could capitalize on that. We, we love educating. We love teaching um, and, and bringing new people into the fold to realize that this is something special. It is yeah. handcrafted. There are so many differences and nuances that it doesn't take an expert to discern. Yeah. You know, new, new people, if you just point out what the differences are, can really recognize that and appreciate it. Everyone's got taste buds. Everyone yeah. can appreciate I think that's this. why yeah. we made this podcast too, is because we want to educate Perfect. people on everything educate. that's happening. That's awesome. In our area. And that's why we make it like we're promoting everything in the DMV because everything has, everybody has their own idea of what and why they do the way they, they do things, right? And there's so, so much cool stuff here. Exactly, yeah. right? So Just the idea of Black Snake. That was my Sorry little piece of that. <laughs> so Black Snake is what? Uh, I'm, I'm really focusing on porn. Okay. Well, she's focusing on porn. <laughs> it is a vanilla.
vanilla imperial stout that is aged on Amberana wood this year. Well, that sounds fancy. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard of that You wood. have to drink it with your pinky out. It's so <laughs> fancy. Yes. Yeah. Um, nah, this is very approachable, very drinkable, but it is strong. I was thinking it's like um, 11%, so it might yeah. be like a nightcap. It's yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Five. Yeah. Nice. So what made you... What? I know that the Black Snake came into the brewery uh-huh. and everything, but like, what made you actually go through with being like, you know what, we're going to make that beer that's a Black Snake and make it into what this beer is right now? Yeah, so um, in, in full transparency, the beer concept existed before the name. And so when we made the beer and uh, tasted it and knew what we had with it, we're like, okay, this is the one that's going to get the name Black Snake. So it's kind of, again, there's so many music. I don't, I don't, actually, I think I thought it before I didn't say it, but there's so many parallels of beer and music. I, I, right. I love them. Um, that this was the song we wrote that didn't have a title until we, we, we wrote the song, like, this is Black Snake. And, uh, that and that's beautiful. Oh. <laughs> it was a little poetic. It was. Right? It was very poetic. poetic. That was touching. Let me do a little bit of beer tasting and I become poetic. It's, <laughs> yes. it's funny how that works out. Um, so yeah, this is, this is special to us. It, it does have meaning. Um, we, we, like I said, we illustrated that in a very comedic form on our, uh, Black Snake Drunk History on YouTube. So check that out. But, yes. uh, you can get the origin story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gabby knows. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it just a hint of vanilla, but the, the, um, the base is a really nice and smooth Imperial Stout aged on Amberana wood, which is a, uh, a South American, Brazilian, Brazilian specifically, yeah. uh, wood that, um, I don't want to describe it too much more before you taste it because the, the notes that the wood brings to it, you're going to ask you about all. you going to touch my soul? I, yeah. I did. Yeah. You got that between the lines. That's exactly yeah, what I, I said. Yeah. I said it without saying it, and you got it. Touch my yeah. whole soul. Ready. <laughs> All right. So, are we ready? Yeah. Oh, you definitely know. I'm smell it first. <laughs> I heard like, why are we telling yeah. her to smell yeah. it first? He's telling us at this point. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of stout. So that that'll work for me. At what point in the uh, brewing process is that wood actually introduced? Um, I believe, um, so it was in the fermenter. Uh, I believe it was post-fermentation. Yeah. Okay. So um, once I think, and we'll have to fact check this. You guys got fact checkers after the podcast? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, we can also provide those. But um, yeah, I think it was post-fermentation. The wood was introduced and, um, and left in the fermenter uh, to, to age on. Oh, do you guys do that a lot? Um, not a whole lot. It's for special, special releases like this. So, yeah. So normally when bourbon aged, um, uh, or like they say like bourbon barrel aged, like stouts or whatever, they, normally that is the case. And what happens is when they, um, when they, when they let them sit in the barrels, the wood expands and like seals it. So, um, that's how that's usually, and they let them sit for a while with this one. I think we use coils. Um, right. Because Ryan almost blew up the lab last year trying to do this, but um, well, but, uh, rewind that. Edit that <laughs> <laughs> not really, not really, not really. But no, but he needed to heat them up or something, and he like put them in the microwave, mm-hmm. and it just like it smelled like wood in here for probably a week. Um, but so yeah, so what they end up doing is they actually soak. So we do it the opposite way; it's like inverted. So instead of putting the beer in the barrels, we put the barrels in the beer, kind of like because they're like wooden coils, and so mm-hmm. we soak them in the beer yeah. for. Yeah, it was uh, 
several weeks to, to get the flavor. So we, we tasted it along the way uh, with the Ambrana uh, spirals, like, like Gabby so was mentioning. Is, yeah. Yeah. Barrel like, aged like but literally, not like in the barrel. kind of inverted. When yeah. When you guys yeah. decide to do this class, I think we should do. <laughs> yeah. We will teach you I about all this. We'll, we'll you know, you, you guys should let, definitely have a couple of um, brewers and Gabby and you and everybody like take part in that. Definitely. Because when Taylor was explaining everything upstairs with the process when it comes to uh, those four <laughs> the brew deck. stages. Yeah. There you go. The brew deck. That's what I was looking for. For the brew deck yeah. and this, the four stages of how the whole beer process works. I was like, man, this is this is pretty cool. And yeah. on top of that, they have a... Can you tell us a little bit about the, I guess, the Touch equipment? Pad. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we because we do contract brews and because like we've mentioned like with art and execution and kind of like how um, proud we are of everything we do, we have a um, touchpad that's up there which uh, has a lot of technology that goes on and essentially you can control everything from there as opposed to doing everything manually so when you're turning on the masher versus um, it's in the second process in the water time you have those uh, big gears going you can turn that on and off from the pad and also allows us to be accountable both with ourselves and also for our clients that we can be like hey this is what the temperature was at this is when we added the hops uh, this is also when you know, we stopped doing certain things, we transferred things, so it allows us to be really, like, really monitor that process and also helps us when we, like, have a really great recipe like Black Snake or District of Champions and be able to know, okay, this is exactly what we what did and have, kind of have, like, not only a paper version of that, but also the electronic version and really be like, this is what we're doing. And yeah, it really, okay. It makes a, such a small business like us be able to do a lot bigger scale things. And yeah, so it's really, really right. fun. It, keeps, it helps you keep track of everything. Yeah. Which yeah. is very it good. It keeps you accountable for yeah. what you're exactly. producing. It also looks exactly. cool. Producing <laughs> and, and, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, the best beer note, that's uh, the tasty note that's on that can there. Did you see that herb? Which, uh, I feel like you wouldn't normally think, like, oh, I taste what this is, but... It definitely, after reading it and tasting it, I'm like, and smelling, honestly, I was like, yep, I get that. I don't think her pays. I wasn't paying attention at all. I was like, <laughs> it says leather. Leather. And I'm like, oh. And that's what I literally I'm just, I just that. pointed that you. You did point it to me. And I was like, yeah. oh, I just went that. like this. I thought you were pointing at this And he was like, all right. And then for him asking you know, that. You tried this one. <laughs> yeah, Because I could read it from here and I'm like, oh, before I smelled it, I was like, okay, definitely. See, I have that hint of like, you know. Correct. Well, you know, like, let's be real. I've never, like, eaten leather. So, like, how would I know what leather tastes like? I don't think anybody smelled it. You've experienced it. Exactly. Yes. If you put on a leather jacket, you get in a brand new car with leather. Like, there's a a feeling. Yes, there is a feeling. But that, I mean, you know, I I don't care about all that damn stuff. (laughs) It tastes good. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's also, so it's really about the taste of it. Yeah, so it's what part know. of it is like one, our brewers would be very happy. You guys like notice the leather in it too. Oh, like they, when they were like tasting this, like, oh, yes, the leather's in there. It's great. <laughs> yeah. um, so they're going to be really happy that you said that. Yeah. Um, but also, it's um, part of being just like fun as well. Like, what if we had like two like super real ones in there and then yeah. one kind of just like fun one? Like, yeah. some people will do like. Um, smell of burning wood, or like mm-hmm. this, this tastes like walking on the beach, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, and I'm that right. person. That's why I'm like, oh, <laughs> I can experience this while sitting on the beach, yeah, uh, doing nothing. Right. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're a bourbon guy. I'm sure you've seen on uh, scotches and bourbons and stuff, uh, Band-Aid, right? Uh-huh. You yes. know, like, uh, uh-huh. wait, are there real Band-Aids in here? Sure but then when you smell it, are you when you're like, 
Uh, I got it. I got that. Yeah. yeah. Or, or on wine, yep. horse blanket. That yeah. one's always cracked me up. Like, horse blanket? Pass. Hard pass. Yeah. This one is really good. I haven't tried this version because I only tried the one from last year. But actually, this is really good. It's like a hot cup of coffee. Like a little bit oh. of both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never put beer into my hot cup of coffee or next to it. And you know what I'm going to do this year is I'm going to make, uh, I, I did this with our 1776 uh, barrel aged beer that we did a few years ago. So I made eggnog with it instead of with bourbon, made it with, um, I'd be it, right it, here from scratch. <laughs> and it was awesome. So I'm going to do that with Black Snake this year. I highly recommend it. It comes out on Black Friday. So, Right around the time to start your uh, homemade eggnog recipes, try it with uh, Sounds like I type Friday, man. Yeah. <laughs> right here, man. We'll be right here. There you go. All Everything right. comes with black. That's right. That's my anniversary. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, that's the first day that me and my husband said that we're together. Oh, okay. That's so it's your together anniversary. Yeah, <laughs> Shouldn't have said that. All right, Herb. No, that's funny. Mine is the Saturday after Thanksgiving. We got really? married the Saturday after Thanksgiving, so yeah. Oh, we got married we September twenty sixth. Yeah. Oh, okay. But um, I wanted yeah, to put the, it around the same together. Area. Okay. Like, I'm with I don't you. know what that means. Yeah. It was a time. Oh, okay. I, th- I think my wife has what a date on when we all these memories. Together. See, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think Will she my has husband remember that? Yeah. I don't know. I doubt it. I'm but sure he does. I'm sure he does. He's a good. Yeah. Husband. He better. Correct. That is right. If I remember it, he better remember it. Why is he talking? He doesn't have that second anniversary one. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't have the, the marriage one. You better get it. Get in there. Uh, who needs all that? That's all okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. As together, I realized, together. As I realized, I didn't drink this one yeah. right here. But that's okay because I thought I did. And I will now. <laughs> you took it off. Herb's watching this, you. This is good. I know. This is okay. real good. Yep. <laughs> is there any more of that? Okay. Yeah, I think it is some more. Thanks, me. Oh, oh no. No. no! That's all right. That's all right. I don't <laughs> Gabby oh, no. needed needs a taste, and um, I'm sure we could crack another one for you. Yeah. Oh, Gabby! Oh, you haven't had it yet? No, I've only tried the. No, it was just canned this week, oh. and this is Gabby's first day since uh, Gabby, it was canned. So you've been for a treat. It's super fresh. <laughs> yeah. Do you like leather? <laughs> that's, that's good. Black well, thank you all. I'm just saying. Yeah. My pleasure. My Black pleasure. This is, has been amazing. This is this is the, probably the Likewise. best. Yeah, this is like the best. You know, I, I hate to like categorize like interviews and stuff, but this has probably been more educational. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, more we've gotten to learn the, a lot about beer, a mm-hmm. lot about barley wine, a lot yeah. about the process of how beer is made, made. Um, a lot about you all yep. and how you all function and so I really appreciate the whole sitting down with us agreeing to do this with us as a new podcast we really appreciate it so I thank you all and if you do the class you'll definitely be attending oh if you do the class oh, we'll be right together. in there yeah. exactly you right know what? you already have yeah. four people who will be a part of it at least one exactly. yeah I'm, I'm down yeah like yeah. I'm so into it just because I love the science and I love the passion yeah. of what it yeah, is. Yeah. Right? when you like what you do. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So, <laughs> bring it back that's around. That's what Taylor and was talking us, about in the beginning. Tell the, tell the audience one more time who you all are, where you all are, where you all sell your beer, where we can find you. Just promote the hell out of yourself. Promote all right, yourself. here we go. 
need the air, home, air horn. Subscribe <laughs> below. Um, so we're Beltway Brewing Company, and uh, we're located in Sterling, Virginia, right at uh, Sterling Boulevard and Davis Drive. Uh, but you can find us online at uh, beltwaybrewco.com. Uh, the same handle for Instagram and Facebook, belt, at Beltway Bruco. And, um, yeah, you can find our products first and foremost here in the tap room, but also in your local Wegmans and Total Wine and a number of, of other uh, retailers in Northern Virginia and D.C. So come out and see us. Get your to-go beer. We deliver to your house. So uh, put your order in from our website, and we will drive it to your house. So, oh, uh, check it out, please. That that sounds really good too. <laughs> it's like a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> order something, honey. <laughs> Especially the salsa, if you would like. <laughs> right. Yeah, that salsa. Yeah, all for higher. her. For her. For her. Correct. Yeah. For her. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna. Drink you'll help any. her. No, no, <laughs> you'll help. No, I'll no. actually help you yeah, drink yeah. some, but you know, I'm not gonna. Turn it down. That's right. That way. You and know? until but next this time. Is, until next time, peace. Appreciate it. The Real to Real podcast is presented by Herbert Williams Beffo and Bianca Mascaitis. Our producer is Ben Runyon. Our technical director is Nick Patry. Audio and video lead is Megan Kotner. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Real to Real and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, or anywhere else podcasts are found. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. It's been Real with Coach Herb and B.